3: I know, Clip, people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all a little better.
0: Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that.
1: Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, right,
3: welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It is basketball night in Greenville, North Carolina, East Carolina, Tipping off their twenty three twenty four season with a date uh, with Faram coming up tonight seven o'clock Minji's Coliseum. Looking forward to being there and covering that, and we'll have all the post game for you on our social media tonight coming up. After the contest, and a great preview coming up for that game, as we'll uh, have some basketball guests on the show. We'll tell you about those in a moment. Thank you for tuning in to Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on twelve fifty nine thirty 930 online, pr927fm.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show and let us know what is on your mind on this Monday. You can hang out on YouTube Live and Facebook and drop your comments questions there and be a part of today's program full house here we got shirley rhodes we got young yoey we got the big dog glenn griffin we've got the Chan man and ellerby hanging out on a monday edition of pirate radio live also on our program today it's basketball season Gotta get Sy si Seymour on, right? For the opening night. Of course we do. Cy si will join us in about 25 minutes or so to get you ready for this hoop season. We'll also talk about some new features at Minji's and what the fans need to know. Justin Baer from ECU Marketing will join us on the program coming up at four o'clock. He'll have all the details on what you need to know if you're heading out to MenGee's tonight. Brian Bailey will join us in hour number two. He talked to both Kim McNeil and Mike Schwartz earlier today and uh, we will recap those conversations talk some football and more with bb and jason nichols former pirate former pirate coach and now an analyst on our fifth quarter and bud light pregame tailgate will join us in hour number three so we got a ton to get to on this monday let me say hello to everyone shirley joey big dog chandler ellerby hello
6: hello big wave
3: around the room Sur- Everyone, surrounded by everybody giving
6: the Corey Glore from the other side of the glass hello hello, hello. hello. you know not victory Monday clip but hopefully victory Tuesday <laughs> after the Pirates play basketball the, the ladies on the road the, the men in Minji's tonight so uh, are, are you are you banking on a uh, victory Tuesday in 24 hours certainly uh, if not we have some major issues I looked it up today <laughs> looked it up today do you know what the Farah mascot is Farum Possums. Chandler. Uh trash pandas. You should know what they are. The Panthers. Uh. The
0: Panthers.
6: <laughs> Panthers are gonna lose again there, Chandler. <laughs> back to back days. You should you should have thought of that. But uh yeah, Farum Panthers. Uh three hours and fifty minutes from Greenville, North Carolina.
3: And LRB ton of disrespect to you for not acknowledging it is victory Monday for me oh that's right i mean i am surrounded by losers i'm surprised but...
6: you didn't put tony collins on the program today
3: <laughs> tony's had a rough football season Yeah. Yes. commander's winning
6: yesterday we'll talk some nfl later on in today's program who is your friend that's having the best football season right now because they obviously can't be an east carolina fan because we're not having a good east, east carolina football season who, who do you think's having a really good football season out of all your friends well, that was, so. College plus pro. Yeah, if you if you if or, or maybe you, maybe you just got to balance it out. Maybe they're just one or the other.
3: Yeah, I mean, but, we'll talk about it. But as long as Shirley's team doesn't play a good team, they're having a really yeah, good year. Dolphins six and three. We'll uh, we'll get to that. I mean, Bailey's boys are having a good, right. but he's he's you know ECU, he's Virginia, so he's right. not doing well. I don't know, but I'd have to think
6: about that one. Maybe you need to expand your friends right now and you look for somebody that is having a good football season.
3: Honestly, misery does not love, uh, you know, misery loves company. What was I trying to say? The company I want to have, I need them to be as miserable or more miserable than me. I don't want anybody happy around me while I'm miserable. So my friend list is fine.
6: All these pirate losers and Panthers losers (laughs) are right up my alley. You don't mind hanging out with them on Sunday, especially when your uh, commanders are getting a WF in uh, Foxborough. All
3: right, uh, chat gang in the house, Mike P says, ton of respect for the start of the basketball season. Kaz says, good afternoon. Uh, Luke says, I had a Facebook memory pop up this morning from 13 years ago. It said, quote, ECU, you are killing me, end quote. Any guesses on what took place 13 years ago
0: today? East Carolina lost to Navy, I bet. Oh, gosh. That was probably the 76-point oh, game. Oh,
6: no. Where they rushed I, that, for like 800 yards. That was Ruff's first year, years. and I think years. I think that might have been the, uh, the, the Navy game.
3: All right, good guess. Luke, let us know <laughs> if we are correct. We could look up the date, but, yeah, that would be uh, the year in question. And that was a doozy. Chandler still has the shirt. I
0: have the shirt. That the ROTC um, cadets were passing out uh, pregame. And I was like, all right, I like the look of this shirt. And now it's a sleep shirt, but I do I do have it. Uh, Jerry says, hello, Clipper
3: Chan, LRB, Pirate Radio fam. Hello, Jerry. Uh, hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. Pike says, Chandler, got a question for the long snapper here. LRB will step aside for you. Yes, long. sorry, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Chandler, did you notice how high. Tulane hiked the ball almost went over the quarterback's head about every time. Might have
0: previously been a long snapper. Yeah, because I mean that's two different forms right there between the center and the long snapper. So you, you're you're having a lot more power, especially in the lower legs with long snapping. So maybe the power was getting to him if he is a former long snapper.
6: I did come away a little bit on Sunday reflecting on the East Carolina football game on Saturday, Clipper, of maybe that you know that East Carolina in last place. Lost to the first place team by only three points. That that there's potential for 2024 to flip the script, and that ECU can maybe climb to the top of the mountain next year with the right adjustments in coaching and and, and players and personnel and stuff. Maybe maybe there is possible, Maybe the, the, it is faster to flip this football team around in 2024.
3: The all team, we need, all we need, is an entire new offense. That's it. And potentially (laughs) offensive coaches. And you need your defense to not get picked apart and to come back as strong as they are. I talked to somebody yesterday at Tiebreakers and they said it's just a shame we are wasting this defense with the offense that we're we're putting out there because and you hear Mike Houston and and he says we're not far off. He's told me that in private, like he he truly believes it. And you're right, Ellerby. I mean, but we've been in all these games. Uh, We know the problem, though. We can't score. We can't sustain drives when we need it. When ECU has the ball in the second half, down three, down seven, I I said it to Jason and watching the game the other day. Like I, I have no hope. I I have no. We're not going to win this game because we're not going to do enough offensively to get it done, and they
6: didn't. I don't feel really great about the trip to Boca this week, but you know, Temple did beat Navy. And then Tulsa lost again to Charlotte. So the the last two games might be some possibilities. But there's who knows? Maybe there is some potential this week to to grow and go crazy and just do whatever you can in Florida to try to try something different. If they, if there is something different to still be tried.
3: I feel like ECU will be in the game because their defense will keep them
0: in the game. We've seen that all year, just about. But the team that we played on Saturday is a good example of making a quick turnaround. Just a couple of years ago, they were, they won two games. The next year, they're playing in the Cotton Bowl and beating the Heisman Trophy winner. So, I mean, it, the potential's there, and there's a good chance I mean, that we can turn it around. But talking to Corey Gore last week, he said, you know, you have to have people stay and be bought into the culture. But at ECU, especially offensively, I feel like we need some people to go and have new people come in, especially... Up front with the offensive line, you know, um, go out and maybe get a guy like Isaiah Winstead last year. So you could tell it, Tulane, I mean,
6: even though they didn't score a lot of points, I mean, Pratt was a, a leader when he was in the game. And yeah. He probably should have scored some more points. I mean, it, it, I mean, you could tell. I mean, he, he's going to, it'll be interesting to see what he does. There's a lot of speculation that he could transfer to a, to a <coughs> school and play one more year of college football and probably make some money at the college level or. Is he going to throw his hat in the NFL ring and maybe go in the second to fifth round somewhere in there? So, um, I don't know. Too, uh, you know, it, to me, though, I mean, it's like, wow, you, you lose to the team that's in first place by three. I don't know. I mean, it's just, you, you, I got a little, reflecting on Sunday, I got a little more optimistic. I do think Tulane is probably going to hit some stumbling blocks. I think as to that SMU team was a lot, they, they, they were good. They're probably. They're well, pro- Tulane doesn't play them. I know, but maybe in the conference championship game. Correct. Perhaps. Yeah. So uh, maybe UTSA might beat Tulane. I don't know. I, You know, Willie Fritz, before the East Carolina game, was like, we need to just play a complete game. After the East Carolina game, his postgame comments were. You know what? I'm just happy with winning. Yeah, (laughs) that's all they got to do now. I mean, which I mean, he wants. I mean, he kind of went from like Nick Saban before the game of like we just need four quarters of you know dominant football to like you know what (coughs) to Steve Logan of uh, win by one point and get out of here.
3: They don't need to care about style points. They just need to keep winning because look what else happened around them. Air Force lost. Mm -hmm. Um, James Madison won, but they don't matter because they can't be in a bowl. So if Tulane just wins by one
6: the rest of the year boom, they're in another huge bowl game. The James Madison thing is the most ridiculous, one of the most ridiculous things in the NCAA history. You know, nope. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's absurd, makes no sense, which is why the NCAA never has any credibility of anything when they have dumb, archaic rules like this. Newton says
3: the pieces are there, just need to, need to put them together. I think next year we'll flip the script. They'll work it out. the the pieces aren't there on offense they're just not i I mean i heard about improvements and and everything but the numbers from saturday i i was shocked i gotta ask like donnie this on wednesday have you ever played in a game where you ran what was it chandler 18 plus 23
0: they ran like they ran 41 plays yeah I I heard after it's the like game. It's like a middle school game. Yeah. I I heard after the game from somebody there was like seven possessions. East Carolina had the ball seven times. That's it. In four quarters 41 of 41 plays. Uh, Alex
3: Flynn, 120 passing yards. <coughs> East Carolina, uh, let's see, 52. That would be 66, 70 rushing yards. So, again, we're less than 300 yards of total offense. Just, uh, yeah, same old, same old.
6: Yeah, it's definitely tough. And uh, East Carolina FAU this Saturday, 4 o'clock. I believe the game's on the plus. Uh, We'll be on the air at noon with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then, of course, right afterwards with the USL or fifth quarter. Irving says, any comments on the
3: News and Observer? Kick them when they're down article. Enough truth mixed in with typical disrespect to give pause and consider the columnist points, in my opinion. Mm.
6: Whatever, man. People still read the N and O.
3: It's on us to, you know, it's on East Carolina to do something about it. I mean, you can shoot
6: the messenger, call it a kick them while they're down. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, we're down. The losses keep, keep piling up. I mean, you, you hope over the next three weeks that, uh, the narrative can be changed with, with something. I mean, I, you know, just, I mean, for the locker room, just for the guys to, like, no, no, I know, feel I bad mean, for them. I mean, just, it's got to suck to go in the locker room every week and uh, have an L. So, I mean, hopefully hopefully they can break that trend, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I It came close. I mean, they, they, there was moments, but just uh, Tulane was too much on Saturday.
3: Yeah, and I mean, we've said it, I think, great on the fifth quarter that, I mean, say what you want to about all the negatives from this season, the record, everything. He said but the kids haven't given up and they haven't given up on mike houston and and that i mean we got a ton of calls saturday night the people proud of the effort and i mean they are busting their tails every day and uh deontay johnson i really enjoyed talking to him last tuesday and he said that you get 12 of these a year I don't care what our record is. I don't care if we're going to bowl, not going to bowl. I'm going to give all I got for those 12 because that's all I got. You know, so I love the mindset. I love all that. I uh, just don't like the results right now.
6: Yeah. I mean, uh, the other thing, too, and I said it in the pregame show, I think, on one of the the reports, I mean, you were playing in front of your base. Your, your, your core fans were there on Saturday, and the fans have showed up, uh, surprisingly, for as bad – of football that's been played in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, the, the, the fans are still hanging around waiting to see ECU football. So uh, I've was i been thoroughly impressed, although it's not great crowds, but uh, I think pretty good crowds considering the circumstances, yeah. uh, especially earlier with the weather that was an issue. But uh, it was a gorgeous day on Saturday and uh, the fans were there. They were into it. And uh, the, the potential... For Pirate Nation is still there. It's just man, the the product on the field and the results. Uh, when that changes again, and I mean, I, I feel like we've been down this road before and we're back on it. Uh, you, you'll see. You'll see better better things than Dowdy Ficklin. Uh, let's
3: see. Kenny says if you come back with either quarterbacks or offensive coordinator, ticket sales will go under ten thousand. That's his opinion. There, there's a lot of. Uh,
6: predictors out there i guess
3: craig says when will jeter get a chance to show us what he can do
6: i, don't, I with three games left if anybody has that window that they can play three games you got nothing to lose or if they haven't play, or if they haven't played like i am like we are of course <clears throat> a road game this week i don't think you can dress or travel as many people as you can on a home game i'm not sure if that the exact rules on that but uh yeah i i think everybody's available if you're if you're in shoulder pads and can get a helmet and got cleats on you 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 could play this week and that's what I would be saying at practice
0: yeah and with uh, Jeter, I don't want to see him come off the bench. I want to see him start a game and get a start under under his belt. I don't think you'll see that but that's just me I mean that, but I, I, I know you it. want that but I mean just to get him the experience doesn't matter if he starts. What's that? Why does it matter if he starts? Well, if he knows that he's starting, that he can get a whole week of practice knowing he's the starter and prepare, which, I mean, they say the cliche is that everybody starts like they're going to start that on Saturday. But if he knows that he's going to get a start and get a whole week of practice to prepare for, for a game, I think that does a lot for him moving forward. I think
6: what only really the last two games has the starter really played the whole game. Zach. Yeah, Mason came in one play two weeks ago. Right, but I mean, really, I mean... Well, hell, when you're only on 41
3: plays, you don't have a lot of time to get another guy in. Right. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) I still can't get over that. 41 plays ran. Uh, Who was this? Jonathan Field says, if we had any offense with our defense, we would be at the top of this conference. The conference is not strong this year. Our strength of schedule isn't as impressive as it was preseason.
6: Um, I, I agree. I don't... Which is why I am was reflecting on Sunday, and I'm optimistic about, like, man, we are in a winnable league. We're not looking up and being like, whew, giant killers. No. You know, if you look first, second, third place, it's like, man, I aspire to be one of them. It's like, we can be one of them. You know, it's just—it's it's, it's, not—I just don't feel that it's that daunting of a task. There's not— you know, the, the this big monster or two sitting atop of the conference that's Michigan and Ohio State like that are just sitting there on you know, that are like predetermined conference championship picks. So uh, I I just I, I there can which hopefully for next year that can be the sales pitch.
3: Uh let's see. Steven says Derek Jeter is the best shortstop of all time. You mean most overrated shortstop of all time? Let's get those hot takes going here on a Monday.
6: Derek Jeter,
3: <laughs> best shortstop of all time. Mm, who you got ahead of him? Uh, Cal Ripken. I don't know. Jeter's probably better than him. uh Ernie Banks. Jimmy Rollins. Never saw him play. I, I thought you were going to go Rafael Ramirez. Uh, maybe Raphael for call or who's the, uh, Jeff Blouser, Jeff Blouser. No, who played with oh, Raphael <laughs> Belliard, <laughs> Raphael Belliard
6: to the point. <laughs> I thought you would, you'd, you'd go all braised. Negative four home runs in his I, career. I don't know, man. I mean, we're talking baseball for a minute, but I'd, I'd have to think about that.
3: Bobby says Lincoln Riley had to make a tough firing. Uh, for those that don't know, fired uh, the D coordinator there is Buddy, uh, but he manned up. And fired his defense coordinator. Time for Mike Houston to do the same. Be a man and own it. Be a man. Be a man. Uh, if it ain't happened yet, I don't think it's going to happen during the season. Could be wrong. If it
6: didn't happen after Charlotte, it ain't going to
3: happen. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I think we got three so three more. quit asking. So quit
6: asking. We got three more weeks, and then uh, then you know that Monday after Thanksgiving. It's going to be interesting U-be for everybody. Hey, hey,
3: UBE. U-be. U-be. Gosh oh did y'all hear that yeah i thought that was just in my head in your, your hair you're just dreaming
6: dreaming up some stuff
3: a lot of times i hear great ad reads that i've read <laughs> in the past just go through my head
6: do you ever sit around and think what you'd want for lunch <laughs>
7: and then you hear well, hot <laughs>
6: and then wes hines eats eight <laughs> i ain't ten
0: hot dogs a
6: night yeah that, that's legendary we, um, i should be doing the warren's commercial
3: how many pieces of pizza is too much for a uh, work lunch day I'm not talking about like a football Saturday or Sunday at home. Uh, I'm I, saying for a Monday. I think anything over two.
0: <laughs> I was going to say like three or four.
6: I think two, How many? I mean, like generally a special, a lunch special is two slices and a drink. Yeah. So I would say if you're doing more than that on just like a Monday through Friday, yeah. then you're probably, you're probably, <laughs> you're overcompensating. Do we have
3: Wes Hans over here? Chandler, Yeah. Get, get out of here. I'm talking to Chandler. Chandler, how many do you say? Three or four? About three or four. Okay, thank you. We're not all like you, LRB, okay? <laughs> We're not all healthy and responsible. I don't know how healthy I am. Have self-control. Uh, um, yeah, I had three.
6: Three? That's... <laughs> <laughs> so you're overachiever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Mike P says, If Jeter can't clearly beat out these other two guys, how good could he be? Hey, he's a true freshman, Mike. Are you, <laughs> is, how, that,
6: is that what we're setting up this week, that when Jeter comes in and they go three and out? Guys, I got you, news for you. If you got three quarterbacks, you got no quarterback? I want to see Jeter. I have
3: no expectations that he'll do anything with this offense at all. No. I, I don't mm-hmm. think if he – I think if he started a game, he might have 75 yard, yards passing. Yards. Like, it, it's – I get we want to see the new guy – because we've seen the other two but he is he's not a savior for this year. Who knows what he could develop into. But He's not going to have a James Summers Heisman game? No. uh, don't believe so. Prove me wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong. Hmm. Steve Hill, fast fact. Raphael Belliard had two career home runs. There you go. I think Rick Mailer had one. Uh, Kenny says the guy that did the impression of Donnie on the fifth quarter was great. Shirley, can we hear that? This is Andy. Last week, he called in with his Mike Houston impression. This week, the Frank Caliendo of the fifth quarter had his Donnie Kirkpatrick impression. Let's hear Andy is up in Charlotte. Hey, Andy.
4: Hey, guys. So, uh, we're talking a lot about Donnie. You guys ready to hear from him?
3: Yeah, sure. (laughs) So... Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on. This is Andy <laughs> yeah, 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 who yeah. did Houston. So Donnie's Come there on, tonight? Come on, Get on the A game. All right. Let's go. All right, let's Donnie, go. let's go. All right. Uh, so
4: we, we, we played football today. We, you know, we, we threw the ball to the, the right. We threw it. To the left, we hand we didn't hand it off, all, you know. But he's got he's got to go up and get that ball. He's got, you know, he's got he's got to catch the ball. But I will tell you this: like we did not turn the ball over. I mean that is tremendous improvement. I mean that means if you think about it, that means zero fumbles and zero interceptions. We didn't even turn the ball over at halftime. I mean that's just. <laughs>
8: so, I mean, uh, you know, life is
3: great, but master. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine. On that is pretty. <laughs> cool. well, oh my goodness! Well, he forgot the whale. Chandler, you uh, can you come here and uh, we'll trade you for Chandler because uh, uh, dude, that's, that's great. You're the impressions, on, man. Well. Wow. Oh, oh, he hung up. That, uh, that is perfect, man. Mic drop. Don't so ruin fun. it by that, saying that, something nope, else. Nope, nope, mic drop. There you go. I can't. Andy, can't wait to hear wow. you. Practice your Blake Harrell for next week. The life's great. Football sucks right now.
6: That's when you, I mean you always leave a party when you're having fun, and he didn't hang around to the bitter end or mm-hmm. whatever. He, he, there's no need to try to be a topper. Yep. I, I my hats off to him of knowing how to finish, and he and he had a really good sounding impersonation. George Costanza,
3: (laughs) leave on a high note. Yes. Perry says on the UB stat sheet, 190 total yards, 149 yards, the first two possessions. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Mm, Yeah,
6: Mm -hmm. tough stuff. Tough stuff. Well, only good positive on football. How about Keaton Mitchell on Sunday?
3: Charlie, can we hear that?
6: Series second and five. We keep an eye on it. As Mitchell breaks it.
3: touchdown how about your first touchdown called by the legendary jim nance it's pretty cool
6: that's awesome i mean kitten keaton mitchell had a day 138 yards touchdown if you were patient uh and you
3: picked him up in fantasy when he was activated a few weeks ago if you haven't let him go yet good for you if not and he's available uh, he will be a maybe the most popular waiver wire pickup this week i haven't checked my leagues yet but he will be um, picked up by everyone after his performance because he showed, just like uh, at ECU, he doesn't need a lot of touches to, to produce. He can do it on one play. He had a 60-some yard or two, right, where yeah. he broke a tackle and busted it out.
6: That, that gave ECU fans some smiles on on a Sunday, on a, on a down Saturday weekend. All
3: right, let's take a uh, break. LRB, we'll uh, say goodbye to you, but a big event coming up on Tuesday. Yeah,
6: on Tuesday, if you're in Beaufort County or wherever you are, come on over to Down on Main Street. Uh, We've got these cool T-shirts that Down on Main Street did, and uh, they have them for sale. And you get them autographed. The ECU baseball team's going to be there. Coach Godwin's going to be there. So we're going to have a a fun event. Five to seven, the weather is beautiful. And uh, we're going to be on the back patio so uh, we'll be hanging out uh, so come on out for some dinner and drinks down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington should be a lot of fun Thursday uh, on Tuesday from 5pm to 7pm so uh, I look forward to seeing all of Pirate fans out there good stuff
3: Ellerby, and uh, expecting to catch up with Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams coming up on Wednesday's show also later this week so Darren Vault. this will be the first basketball season we go into without the voice jeff charles on the call in a long long time r.i.p voice darren vault will be on the call tonight we'll talk to him on tuesday and uh, recap the game and talk about his experience calling play-by-play for east carolina also uh later this week chris haymeyer will join us to talk a little campbell fighting camels camels will be at
6: two o'clock basketball you go to mengees and then Watch the uh, football game on Saturday.
3: Planning to hook up with Michael Perry. was out of town last week, but uh, we should be getting up with him this week as well. So, kind of, yeah, we'll keep the football talk going, obviously, but got a little basketball focus as well going on this week. And when we return, Cy Seymour, Mr. Pirate Hoops, will join us on the other side to get you ready for East Carolina and Ferrum. That's on the way, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to DrinkPirateWater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken. The half club sandwich with chips are everyone's favorite. The shri- uh, fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street, in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip.
3: Can we get a little crazy and get like a, um, what's the camera called on oh, the ESPN football games on the field? Uh, the Scott overhead cam? cam. Sky cam. Oh yeah, the sky like, cam. get a string or some floss and like put that cam so it's like hanging out yeah, of the yeah. ceiling like a little we'll drone get a, we'll cam get a drone I, I'm being I'm being serious uh, man. a drone might be a little too much in too. the one studio oh, but I, I can hold idea. the camera up yeah but I'm just saying yeah, we, we have a camera let's use it
0: you gonna buy a drone you no know, we can get a drone and hook it up to the no. hook the camera up to the drone
9: Glenn has a drone
0: I don't get why you're so damn mad. (laughs) What is wrong with you?
3: I have an idea. We have a camera right here. it's great. Right in my face. Yes. Let's do something with it. All right, let's do it. Let's tie it to a string. Let's tie (laughs) (laughs) it. Now Clint's got an eight-foot-tall tripod. (laughs) But I need that so you can, like, move it all around. Like, when Chandler starts talking, you put it right in his face.
5: I need to be able to move it robotically?
3: (laughs) No, you can do it manually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we need you to stand i'm not saying hours. right now i'm just saying one day
4: no
1: i'm doing it now all right on set.
3: well right now we're going to our interview with Cy seymour who joins us on the pirate radio live line si happy game day happy uh, tip off to the season how you doing today man yeah
10: i'm really excited i'm doing fine nice to hear from you it's a yeah it's a good day i'm glad to see the pirates get going and uh excited about the upcoming year
3: so uh, a couple of things on the the news and notes front. So Mike Schwartz spoke on Sunday. Uh, still no word on Cam Hayes as uh, we await to see if he's eligible or not. I guess my understanding side, he, he's not going to play in, unless he's deemed eligible. So we won't see him. Uh, tonight. But uh, some good news on the Bobby Pettiford front. Pettiford's been dealing with a a nagging injury but uh, as Mike Schwartz said, he'll give it a go coming up tonight and hopefully you don't need him uh, against a team like Farham, but that was some positive news that uh, that Bobby will be able to go if they need him.
10: Well, there's no doubt you want him in this basketball game and he, he was nursing a hamstring and you bring him back slow. They did not play him in scrimmages because they wanted to make sure he was well. Uh, and he, he's well now. He practiced all week last week. And, and the key will be you get him in there, you make sure he stretches good, and uh, you watch him closely. You've got a great guy, Nate Clark. He'll, he'll he'll take care of him. But you want him to get game action against other people because he's a pure point guard, and he's very good. He's good in high school, and he's been to Kansas. So he is the real deal. So it, it's good to see that he's getting healthy at the right time of year.
3: Si, put your uh, coaching hat back on, which you did for many, many years. Uh, what, what does Mike Schwartz and, and the staff want to see from their team tonight? They're obviously big favorites and, and should be able to take care of the win, but what specifically are they looking for on the court tonight when their team takes it for the first time?
10: Well, knowing Coach Schwartz and, and his staff, they're going to be looking at the defensive effort, things they can do. They're going to try to turn up the heat most of the night, and you have to in this league on, on this level, and I've talked to the – or well, I have heard from the Campbell coach, I mean, excuse me, the Ferrum coach, and he knows, he he says this, this is an upper-level team in one of the best leagues in the country. And he's right. This team could be upper-level if it plays well. And so are you going to play on that level every night? So the key will be, you know, do you play to your potential? Do you play hard every possession? Do you hit the glass? Uh, do you not force things and try to get too fancy in a game like this? but do the things you're supposed to do i think i would be looking for who's going to be able to knock down some threes uh but all transition you got to get back no layups tonight you you, you cannot let people beat you down the floor transition uh, uh, with a division 3 school if that happens you take a timeout or you pull somebody out uh but you tell them to play hard you'll probably go mostly half court man to man you may go some uh may may go some full court after a free throw not not sure what they'll do there but I'm telling you, the staff is good, and they will get it done. And they're looking at things. I would think the three ball, how you run the court, he'll play the bigs more than he, they probably will in regular season, you know, the the young guys. But we'll see what happens.
3: Cy so, Seymour joining us. The Pirates uh, will enjoy the home court here for a while. they got Ferrum tonight. Campbell coming up on Saturday. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer later in the week and uh, get you ready for that one. Uh, also in the month of November, USC Upstate, Northeastern, uh, and then that, that tournament here in Greenville that Northeastern is a part of with Kennesaw State and Georgia Southern. Um, and then they finally go on the road November 25th at George Mason before, again, another string of uh, of 3 straight home games. So a lot of home games side, a lot of time to to get to learn your team while hopefully picking up a lot of wins along the way. But how about that rotation and you talked about a moment ago if somebody's not doing their job, yanking them out. Does, does Mike Schwartz have the ability to do that this year with with some depth on this roster?
10: I think so and it's quality depth. In other words, he's not looking down the bench and saying, "Oh my gosh, what do I do?" He's looking at the bench and saying, "You go in now." And 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 look, uh Cliff, I'm telling you, the talent level, it's very rare. Look, is now retention more than recruiting. <laughs> you know, yeah. he, kept, he kept the upper class. He only lost one. that That's unbelievable. That's a big pull-off. Then, not only that, his recruiting, the retention and then recruiting, he got two freshmen and he got two transfer portal guys. Did it about as good as you can do it. So, I think, and so – it's very rare in today's world that you have this many kids returning. I was figuring out today 80 to 85% of all your, you know, scoring, rebounding, three-point shooting, free throws, all that's back and they're upperclassmen. That is a real treat in today's basketball world. And and he has that. Now give credit to all that staff for getting that done. That's not just one guy. That takes them all. I mean that that takes Riley Davis and all the other guys that are there, of course, coaching. But I'm just saying, and Mark Adams, the addition of him is a big deal. And and, uh, I'm just saying, if you're ECU, this is about as good as it gets, including the schedule. It's a very good schedule.
3: Cy si Seymour joining us, Pyradio Radio Live Line. Cy, si, we've had a couple of off-season chats to talk personnel, get folks ready for the season. And a guy you highlighted, I want to say, during a previous chat, and the closer we get to this, the more when we start talking about, okay, who's going to take even a, an, another leap from last year to this year? Jaden Walker, and, and you spoke uh, very highly of him in our last conversation, but he uh, is going to be, again, you know, Pettiford is a point guard, but Jaden Walker really came in after the Javon small injury and was playing some great basketball at the end of the year. And I'm really interested to see, Si, what he has added to his game to, to get even better because he uh, was a key or maybe the key for the Pirates towards the end of the year last year.
10: No doubt about it. I thought Jaden Walker was the difference in that ball club down the stretch, and and the way I looked at him uh, was first of all he at six foot five and long and been on. Listen, he was he was a four star recruit for for Iowa State. This guy's it's not a fluke. These kids that are in there and they just needed to get in on the floor. Well, you put him in a position, the point guard position, and he adapted. And late in the season. Was as good as any player in the league. He and and I I asked Coach Schwartz and and y'all see. He said he's working so hard on his shot. He's working so hard on everything. Defensively, he's so hard he can stop anybody. And he can guard one through five. In other words, they can switch everything out. He can guard a center. I mean, he so that guy and they've got a lot of personnel like that. I mean, it is just a real. A uh, tremendous group of guys, and and uh, when I look at the staff and I think about Jake Morton and Riley Davis, Reggie Williams, and then you get Mark Adams and Josh and and Jesse doing the planning. It's a really tremendous staff, and it takes everybody. Now the head man is Coach Schwartz, and he has assembled all this, but they're looking at things like like him and how he plays, and and I, I really think last year, Jaden Walker yeah look and i here you're not even talking you know we're not even talking about rj or Brandon. yeah That's, ezra yeah i mean it's just a good ball club it, it, it is and and, I, and everybody says well it's on paper you talk about all the time no 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 this is a good basketball team now can they can they match their abilities they're all upperclassmen except for ezra i mean he's a freshman but these all these guys have been in the world here they know what to do and ezra's a sophomore but talented yes and uh uh, I think things can happen good, barring injuries and things like that. Uh,
3: this could be a good team. Sai so, Seymour joining us. East Carolina tips it off tonight. Great to have hoops. They got hoops going on right now, uh, all day long. It's like uh, Feast Week comes a little early here today. And I'm looking at top 25 matchups later this week, Sai. Arizona and Duke will be playing uh, later this week. I think you got Auburn and Baylor. Uh, later on this week, Tennessee, Wisconsin, so San Diego State, BYU, some good matchups here. Week one, uh, we're going to keep a close eye, obviously, on FAU and Memphis and see what they're doing uh, from the AAC. But I don't know any team side anything uh, early in this season. You're looking forward to to seeing outside of, of East Carolina.
10: Well, in the American, I've I really focused more on the American. You know, I, and when you look up. First of all, there are five new coaches in the league. Mm -hmm. USF, Wichita State, Temple, North Texas, and Charlotte all have new coaches. Uh, But the other part is the portal made so much difference. I'll usually try to use at least four sources for for games. And, for example, USF, this is how out of line everybody is because they're never sure. USF is ranked as high as fourth and one, 11th and ninth, and low on the other ones. That that's how crazy it is. It's going, and you know the reason is they got the co- coach from Kennesaw State who took his team deep, and they run a 4 card offense. And he's got three. He brought three standouts from Kennesaw State with him, so it's hard to read it all. And and it's true with every team in the in the league. Uh, so the the only two shures to me when you look up in Memphis in the last three Kim Kim Palm ratings. 31, 24, 20 out of 353 teams hmm. 31, 24, 20 they're getting the top 10% of teams in college basketball FAU finished the year at 17 out of 353 teams you know. so this league those two teams and the thing about Dusty May's team down at FAU he's got all five guys returning You know, so they're going to be very good, those two teams but then the rest of us It's gonna be, it's gonna be up in the air, man. It's gonna be good and it's gonna be fun to watch.
3: No doubt looking forward to a tipping off tonight. East Carolina and a Ferrum in Menjee's Coliseum. Pirates will have Campbell coming up this Saturday in Menjee's. And uh, Si, you got some new lights there in Menjee's Coliseum. The purple seats, I haven't seen them with my own two eyes yet. Uh, I've seen pictures of them. It looks awesome. Looks more like a a basketball arena than maybe a a gym uh, with those purple seats included. So uh, I like all that. And uh, we'll talk to Justin Baer coming up later on the show about what fans need to know when they head out to Menjee's tonight. But good to see, um, you know, the, the administration uh, looking, looking out for basketball and trying to provide some, some much-needed things to the game day experience.
7: You
10: know, one thing about John Gilbert and Ryan Robinson and Greg Pierce and, and J.J. Mclam, they want basketball to get better. And this, this was all on John to get this done this year. I'm just, I'm just telling you, he made sure it got done this year. And uh, it took a lot of work, and he got it done. And, and believe me, he got it done. And, and you've got to give credit to him. And he did it from he, his coach. He's brought in Mike Schwartz, and he's got to support him. And those seats, they look so good. I think they really want to do the whole bottom layer like that. I, you know, that's what they could afford this year. But they'll put the students on the other side, and they're sold out. These new seats are all sold out. So that's a good sign, too. But I'm just saying – you got to give – you know, all we do is fuss about these guys that are in the administration. you got to give them credit. They catch it from everywhere all the time. And, and let me tell you, he has done a tremendous job trying to balance these sports out and get it done. It's been a tough year in football. Everybody knows that. Nobody saw that coming. But I can tell you, nobody hurts more than upper administration in athletics. It just, it just kills you. And – uh and so, until you've been in those spots and you lose games like that, it's and, and Mike Houston too. It's it's killer. So I think you, everybody needs to step back a little bit and understand. ECU is probably doing everything they can do.
3: Sai so Seymour joining us. Uh, got hoops tonight, and Sai, you mentioned football in there. Uh, I, I wish I had your positivity when it came to Sunday's. Uh, the Commanders win yesterday, and I just... It, it ticks me off that they lost to the Giants and the Bears, because if not, they'd have a good record and be in the playoff mix and all that, but I'm going to try to be like Sai and just enjoy yesterday for what it was. It was a Commanders win, and it was capped off, side with the Cowboys loss, so as you said when... Uh, when I called you earlier, you said, hey, that makes for a good Sunday for you.
10: It was a great Sunday, and, uh, and you know, November's when we're going to come on strong. I can feel it.
4: I feel <laughs> the commanders are going to come on, come on strong here in the month of November. I feel
3: it. What'd you say, Sai? Somebody said, "Did you watch the Sunday night game?" You said, "Nah, I was good. Nah, I saw saw a Commanders uh, loss, uh, win, Cowboys lost. That's it for me. I'm good." Yeah, I, I'm
10: good. I just went on, you know. I said, "You know, give me an old rerun of Madanza. I don't care." <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Commanders uh, got the Seahawks coming up next, as uh, they are one game under 500. And, yeah, I was. Uh, Sorry to bombard you live on the air last week, Sy. Si. We were having a discussion about Ron Rivera, and and I don't know why I call and, uh, and Max said, "Do you think Sy si wants to get rid of Ron?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, Sy, si, si will have my back." <laughs> and of course, we call you and you say, "Nah, nah, give him some time. He'll be." A- look, look, we're two old coaches. I couldn't go against Matt. <laughs> That's we're true. That is true.
10: How was I going to go against Matt? Yeah, it's the best is ever been. Listen, you talk about a good basketball team, and you came when you will know who's that D.C.U. teams he had, yeah. Whew, I'm just telling you, and he's a great coach, and he was good here too, and, but, uh, and he loves sports too, and I like that too.
3: And Mac, just like Cy, si, will be calling a lot of games this year, so I believe we'll have Mac on the phone tomorrow because he's going to be off calling basketball games, men's and women's. So it's a fun time of year, Cy, si, and uh I know you're ready to to get going with another year of Pirate Hoops, and you're always optimistic, but good reason to be optimistic about these Pirates.
4: Yeah,
10: this is kind of scary. I mean, this is one where you sit there and say, please do what we think you're going to yes, do. Yes, sir. And and I think they can. I really do believe
3: it. Sy, si, thank you for joining us, man. Great to talk with you. We'll uh, keep in touch during this season. We I appreciate it. Always good, Cliff. Have a good day. Sy si Seymour joining us to get you ready for the basketball season, and that's exactly what he did for Mike P. He said, once again, Sy si has convinced me ECU will win the conference. No doubt about it. And look. It's a good league. It's a good group of kids. It's a good ball club. (laughs) Good ball club. Oh! Folks, I asked for it, and the big dog delivered. Skycam is in the studio. How do y'all like Skycam? It's fun. That is a good look. Yeah. Wow. 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 We're just sitting here looking at ourselves. (laughs) And when we return... Justin Bear will help the bear will help the bear actually that's at four o'clock when we return we'll wrap up help our, the bear wrap up hour number one of pirate radio live here on a monday ecu basketball sky's the limit with the sky cam and with pirate basketball we're back with you after this
4: i to get this thing called life.
9: Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Barack.
3: All righty, back with you. Monday edition of Pi Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, Yoey, Big Dog, Chon. We welcome in Justin Baer, but this is like Justin, just a casual hangout that, bear doing? that bear's hanging out with just us. chilling help the bear so you can say whatever you want to during this segment you are not affiliated with the university okay all right just want to let you know all that right. when we come back for the next segment
7: i'm back affiliated
3: correct okay. yes. yes uh but for this segment we will uh look at what national days are today all right mm. cool i love this segment it is job action day Job Action Day, the first Monday in November, redefines the opportunities in the career world. Celebrate by exploring your options. So basically <laughs> so it's saying... for a job. Yeah. And if you don't like your current job, which Chandler, I know you're a little disgruntled, you've been looking for other jobs, today's a good day for you.
7: It's your day. <laughs> Why would you say that?
3: Because I like just making you uncomfortable. I'm not looking at other jobs. I know. I'm not leaving. Are you happy here? Yes. I mean, he, I
7: this, think... This could be like the, every head coach, though, and they're like... I, I love my job. I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm not, not leaving, anywhere. guys. I'm not going I'm to be dedicated. the head coach of Alabama. I and I and we
3: need to start treating every job like it's a head coaching job. And and we'll talk to Chandler. We'll we'll interview you weekly. Are you comfortable with what's happening here? Yes. Do you feel like you're going in the moving in the right direction? We have a great group here.
0: We have a great group here, and I'm looking to because do I don't think up. you
3: are going to be fired. But you could always move on somewhere else. Yes. And I'm celebrating today. Okay. On Job Action Day. It is International Day for Preventing the Exploitation of the Environment in War and Armed Conflict. That is way too many words.
7: It feels Boy. timely, though.
3: True, true. It is National Color the World Orange Day. Uh, first Monday dedicated to bringing awareness to complex regional pain syndrome and reflex sympathetic dystrophy would color the good grief good gracious these are getting way too complicated for me do you like the color orange sure I do sure
7: I like the Zach Bryan song yeah
0: something
3: Something in in the orange all right national nachos day
7: now we're talking See, see this is where if I was affiliated with the university I could totally do a segue but I'll save it for the next segment
3: huh Chandler you like game snacks I do like a little nachos and cheese? A well, little nachos and cheese action? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you might Minge. can get those at Menchies.
7: Maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, your... might be able to, you might be able to get some fancy nachos this year.
3: You know what? Fancy put your on this? Put your administrative hat on and tell okay. us what you're talking about.
7: Um, Airmark is expanding um, concessions options inside Menchies this year, and it includes the crunch nacho stations that fans have seen inside Dowdy Thicklin Stadium. So.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right.
3: That's exciting. Excitement time. And finally, it is National Saxophone Day. Kenny G. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was young, I never played the saxophone or any instrument. (laughs) Not a one. Uh, Kenny G. What's your favorite Kenny G tune?
7: That's the extent of what I knew about Kenny G.
3: When I was a kid, I used to get him and Michael Bolton confused, and I had to remember Michael Bolton sings, kind of whiny, and Kenny G plays the sax and doesn't say a word. Yeah. True? True correct kenny g never he, sang right? i have no idea yeah
7: i couldn't name a single kenny g song <clears throat> i just know it exists
3: all right what do we get from that good nachos available at Minji's coliseum oh and we're on the how you like our sky cam it's beautiful it is
7: how do i look on it
3: uh actually jamie me. says the bear looking like Fonz.
7: i i guess that's good
3: yeah he's not wearing a leather jacket or anything looks good on you though Pike says, I haven't been to an ECU basketball game since the year Princess Diana was killed in a car wreck. My goodness.
7: <laughs> that got morbid quickly, but you know what? You know what's a more positive note? Going to ECU basketball games. And not sure. should, sh- not you should reset, the, reset the clock.
3: Not sure it was the same time of year. I just remember that year based on a girl I hung out with then. He said, a friend just told me he bought two of the new seats for basketball and that I could use them some. So hopefully... I will find time to attend good and we'll all uh say you know a prayer for princess die uh let's see mike p says i feel like i'm flying watching pirate radio live um jerry said something mean is it funny we're talking about looking for another job said maybe donny k is celebrating today oh yeah uh, let's see. Not going to read that. <laughs> I saw fancy nachos being enjoyed near me at the football game Saturday. Good. What are
7: they called again? Uh, the stand is called Crunch Nachos. I think it's like chicken and beef nachos.
3: Mm-hmm. Mike P. said a Skycam and fancy nachos? Things are looking up literally and figuratively. <laughs> oh, Jamie's talking about your pop collar. Oh. Uh. You got that collar yeah. pop, baby.
7: Ever since I can't remember, I'm popping my
3: collar. Steve said, Kenny G, also a great flute player. Steve, I heard you could play a good flute. Player. Oh, here we go. I, what?
7: I just thought saw that one coming kind of from flute? a mile away. I saw that one coming a, flute. a mile
3: away. <laughs> uh, It was a certain kind. A, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> no, you what can't. What kind of flute was it? You can't remember. <laughs> what um, kind of flute was it? And it was flute. All right. Let's do one question for Justin in his... ECU official act, and then we'll take a break and we'll finish that interview. Ask Justin where handicap fans can park.
7: Um, they can park on the north side of the football stadium um, in the silver lot. There is ADA parking with a shuttle there.
3: All right, there you go, Steve. Asked and answered. We'll take a break, <clears throat> come back. And uh, if you have more questions for Justin Baer regarding ECU basketball, Uh, Or other that uh, he, with the marketing umbrella, would understand.
7: I gotta go get my umbrella now.
3: Get your umbrella, Ella, Ella, A. Newton has a question about uh, cup size. (laughs) Not that kind of (laughs) cup. Beverage cups. And then Steve says the same joke that I said about him after I'd already said it. We'll take a break, come back, more to go. Pi Radio Live. Justin Bayer joins us, Brian Bailey joins us, hour two. Back with you after this. If the elevator
11: tries to bring you down.
6: Go crazy, hey. one time, one time.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation and and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor-to-Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Still to come, BB, Brian Bailey, former Pirate Jason Nichols will join us, so we'll talk some football and sprinkle in some more hoops. Uh, Maybe hear what Mike Schwartz had to say yesterday when he met with the media one day before tipping it off and that is what justin bear is here to talk about east carolina hoops in action tonight and justin some exciting new things uh, coming to east carolina basketball try to hit them point by point here i'm excited to see the new purple seats i'll not be sitting in one uh, but the new chair backs and, mm-hmm. and one half of the lower bowl, yeah. from the photos I've seen, it really makes it look like a basketball arena, yeah. more so than a gym, yep. and I can't wait to see them with my own eyes. But man, it looks great. I think it'll look good on TV as well, mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, we'll have butts in those seats.
7: Yeah, I think, the, I think that's going to be the best part about those seats. I mean, they're going to look great, and if they are empty, they're going to look better than the old ones did. Sure. But I think the best part about it is now they are season tickets that are being sold, And, you know, those are our big, big Pirate fans are getting those seats. So they should be showing up and and filling those seats a little more than those gray bleachers used to get filled.
3: So that's one part of the lower bowl. On the other side, you'll have the students, right? And uh, Shirley was talking about a tweet earlier. Uh, a moment ago, uh, an account said that the student tickets were, were sold out. So what do you know about that?
7: So they're not sold out per se, but we have um, ran through our entire allotment of the lower bowl tickets. Awesome. So okay. um, students can still go out tonight and get tickets. They're just going to be up in two eleven uh behind, the, behind one of the baskets. But, yeah, we've had – I mean, it's been great to see that. I mean, that's usually something that only kind of happens for the big conference games to so the fact that, you know, we have our first game of the year um, – And we're already doing that makes me very happy.
3: Yeah. And it just adds to it, man. It's like, it's almost a different game when you're there watching uh, um, when there's no crowd compared to a good atmosphere. Yeah.
7: And, you know, that's kind of, you know, I know we'll touch on some of this more, but kind of what we're doing this year is we're trying to get fans engaged from the moment they set sit in their seat until they leave at the end of the game because um, you know you've been in Minji's before where sometimes there will be the, the first half will be sort of a lull and then the second half comes around and you know we'll go on a run and the yeah. arena gets into it but we're wanting to from the second you sit in your seat until the time you leave we want you to be engaged and, and making noise and being a part of the game
3: okay how are you going to go about doing that
7: uh so one of the really cool things um you know we've, we've upgraded this year i know it was tough at the end of last year but our lights went out and we couldn't you know do lights out anymore but we do have new led lighting
3: it's um, almost the opposite of lights going out
7: they were yeah, always on they were always on yeah <laughs> um so that was that was not great but um we have new led lights and what we can do with those is is a lot of different things and um, it's going to be something that's ever-evolving throughout the year. I mean, we're learning them still. We're trying to figure out what new and cool things we can do with them. So what you see tonight against Ferrum is not what you are going to see come you know, Memphis in February. So um, we're going to be tweaking and doing some different things. But um, part of that light show, too, will be um, we are bringing the DJ over from football um, to men's basketball as well. So um, we've gotten a ton of positive feedback on that. But we're trying to create what um, – we've kind of dubbed club chaos is what we're calling it um but from 10 minutes until tip you're going to feel a difference in the type of music that is played um it is going to be to get the crowd engaged and it's not going to be the same every game but you'll you know you'll recognize some stuff throughout it but it is uh it's going to be pretty cool i think
3: all right justin you see this great black head of hair Mm -hmm. i have and you you know me you know Uh, how like cool and hip i am but you look at the beard. It's a little mm-hmm. gray. I'm a little older yeah, now.
7: You can see the side of my head. I don't know if this guy can get can get it, but my the side of my head looks like your beard now.
3: I don't want to be cranky old guy here, but mm-hmm. you know what I like at a live college basketball game? I like the band.
7: Don't worry, the band will still be there. The All band right. will still be a part of the game day experience. Um, you know, we're we're making sure we're not getting rid of them. Uh, you know, I do agree that that is kind of the difference between the collegiate atmosphere and a professional atmosphere is that In college, you have the bands, and you have the cheerleaders and the dance teams, and so it is finding that balance. you got
3: to find the balance because there's nothing better than a live college basketball band playing the hits. Yep. Uh, And then there's also nothing better than... 37 seconds left on the clock, we're coming back from a timeout, and you hit a song that gets everybody going. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I, it's a good mix.
7: Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things, too, within the music that we've played, kind of, one of the things that we dictate through football and we're dictating through basketball is that we want the music to be played to be appealing to everybody. So it's not going to all be, you know, the hip-hop stuff that a lot of the young kids listen to, or EDM. Like, he's going to mix in some stuff that the, the older fan base will appreciate, and you know, it still yeah. gets energy in the arena, but that's tough to do
3: it you is. can't please everybody no, it can't. somebody's always going to be mad yeah especially in 2023 yes like i'm i'm mad at seven things you've already said today that's,
7: hey it could be ten
3: but i won't say them to your face i'm going to put them on the message board later that's fine all right um eric i was going to get to this but uh while justin's sitting here let me ask you eric uh justin this year will there be any boom 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 let me hear you say way oh
7: boom, 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 I can't confirm for sure no, but I'm not liking your chances. Of hearing it? Of hearing it. Okay. Because what happened last year is I
3: complained about it, and then it like tripled in the amount it was being played. I promise we didn't do that on purpose.
7: (laughs) I promise I didn't tell the DJ that Clip is complaining about it, so we're going to triple the amount.
3: (laughs) And then at one point, I started to get on board with it, and now they're taking it away. So that's the way it goes. Uh, So boom, 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 we will see if that is still if not don't worry folks I'll bring in my own personal boombox and play it from section 213 Um, Mike P cannot get off these fancy nachos he is very excited about them he said will there be any promos where if the Pirates score a certain number of points we get free fancy nachos
7: Uh, there won't be but I think uh, if I remember correctly if we score 75 points I think you get a free taco from Taco Bell after the game so not fancy nachos but kind of nachos Taco Bell yeah
3: all right um why is john channing cm punk did you play was it the song coming back into the show maybe did you play cold of personality oh there it is okay just curious uh hey when's wrestling coming back to mengees
7: i don't that's a jj McMahon question
3: you got his number right
7: i do Let, ask him
3: <laughs> uh what else do we have justin <laughs> going on new let's yeah. see lights seats fancy nachos
7: Yeah, and Airmark is beyond just the fancy nachos. They are expanding the number of points of sales like they did for football at basketball as well. There will be some walk-through beer stations. There will be different uh, options for concessions because I do know that's something that kind of got stale with basketball. But there will be a lot more options, and hopefully that reduces lines for for those going to the concession stands.
3: Mike P. said fancy nachos with a taco chaser. Perfect. Chad, uh, Pike says, need some barbecue nachos.
7: I think there might be barbecue nachos.
3: Ask and you shall receive.
7: Maybe. I might be talking out of turn, but there might be.
3: Yeah, and if there's not now, you're going to have to provide them for the masses.
7: I don't think anybody wants that.
3: Newton says, why is there only
7: one size choice for a stadium cup? 32 ounces is a lot. Newton, I will take your your complaint to our concessionaires and see if we can get a 20-ounce stadium cup for you. That's
3: why we're all fat, Justin. Me, you... Look how fat yeah. we are!
7: I'm trying to reduce my fatness, but
3: <laughs> you need to get in shape, buddy. Have you ever been fat in your in your life?
7: Uh, no, but I was I was working toward it in the last about six months. So I really, yeah, it was it was getting a little bad.
3: You've so. always been a thin fella ever since I know, I've known and that's, you.
7: That's the problem is that when I put any sort of weight on, I start to look kind of.
3: All right, that's why it's good to go kind of chunky early. Yeah, just go. Because then if go. you lose a little bit, people say, like, wow, yeah, you nobody, lost weight.
7: Nobody said that to me. Right. No, so, you'll never. No, I'm never going to get that comment.
3: Never get that. Um, and Pike also had a fat joke for me in here somewhere, but I can't find it. Uh, Randolph is tuned in at the gym, getting it in, listening. Thank you, Randolph. Appreciate it, man. All right, so, uh, Justin, anything else we need to hit?
7: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we can talk women's basketball. So I will say is that we have season ticket records in both men's and women's basketball. Uh, women's basketball is going to start their season on Thursday. Well, uh, they start tonight. Well, they start tonight. Their home, tonight. Season, their home yep. season starts on Thursday. Uh, we will be unveiling their AAC championship banner um, Thursday night. Um, or is there room for it? There, We made room for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's an exciting thing. Um, obviously, what Kim McNeil's doing over there is great. Awesome. Um, you know, definitely go out and support them as well. But we'll be uh, unveiling their championship banner, giving away 500 replica ones. So uh, definitely go on Thursday. Uh, oh, check out cool. The yeah.
3: 500, like the first 500 first fans? First 500 fans. We'll get a replica championship AAC banner. championship banner. Yes, sir. I mean, that. I, I like unique stuff like that. Yeah. Like that is a, the one of a kind, one yeah, of one. So Exactly. That's really cool. I like that idea. Can't wait to have one for the men's.
7: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
3: One of these days. Uh, there is a legit excitement on the outside, Justin. Do y'all feel that in the building, like for basketball yeah, yeah, as a whole?
7: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we talked about, I mean, in this conversation, I mean, we talked about, we said it, I mean, highest season tickets since 2014-15. We've talked about, we have a Division three opponent coming tonight, but we've already sold out of lower bowl student tickets. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people are genuinely excited and and. I was talking to somebody earlier, and, you know, they were talking about, like, it's happened in the past, but it's when, you know, Louisville and Marquette and schools like that were coming consistently. Right. People are now excited to watch ECU play basketball.
3: Yeah, that's what you want coming out. Yeah. Like, like the baseball team is done, exactly. I feel like. Yeah. You go to see them play, not right. the opponent You don't care who's on the schedule. Um, man, bummer that the time got moved on Saturday. I was going to hightail it over there after the pregame and then watch the game, and I was going to do... It was going to be fun. I was going to go into the fifth quarter blind without knowing what happened, and the fans were going to tell yeah. me what happened. Uh, but instead, we'll make uh, some lemonade. We'll watch the game during the pregame show, because Saturday's game against Campbell is at 2 o'clock yeah. in Men G's, and uh, they'll kick off in football at 4.
7: Yeah, we thought about everybody not named Clip Rock in that decision, you know, giving the fans the opportunity. Par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giving the fans the opportunity to go and, and watch the game, watch the uh, basketball, and go home, go to their local establishment, wherever they might go to watch football after, so.
3: Good deal, good deal, and uh they've been a thorn in the side. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer later this week, but I'm uh, I'm excited for some hoops. And uh, let's see, ESPN Plus tonight. ESPN justice. Plus tonight, yep. But we want people to be there in Menchie's. Yes. uh Any parking news and notes we need to know or anything? No
7: parking. All all the same. Um, entrance is the same. So nothing, right. nothing changing there.
3: What are you doing tonight?
7: Uh, I'll be wandering, be kind of making sure everything's going correctly. Obviously, first game is always a little and with a lot of new stuff going on, it's making sure things are where they need to be.
3: Justin, um do you think I'm fair? Do you think I'm negative, positive or fair?
7: I think you're fair. I do think you're fair
3: you think I'm fair? Yeah.
7: Because I, sometimes I well, do— Well, and I will be honest. I don't I don't listen to the fifth quarter. Um, I don't— Well, uh, okay. But, like— it's for me is I, I, I know what happens on the fifth quarter, and it's, i I'm not even
3: really talking about that. I'm talking about things I have maybe told you or said. You don't hear everything yeah. I say, but no. a lot of times if I have something that I don't like, I'll just text it to you, yeah, and I know no. that, like, it's not going to change, but I just yeah. want you aware. Yeah,
7: no, and that's—and it's—I I always appreciate feedback. I will say is that some of the feedback that we get and, you know, I was talking with Glenn in here before we started, you know, there's, there's ideas that people bring to me and we would love to do them.
3: <laughs> like the million dollar idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like
7: he asked about court projections and I was like, I would love to do it. We got a quote for it. It was like a million dollars just to put him in. So it's like, we would love to do stuff like that. Um, but I do appreciate getting feedback, you know, like, you know, mentioning a, a Smaller stadium cup, like that is something potentially we could do that okay. nobody's thought about. Well,
3: how about this one? I don't okay. want this to sound negative, but okay, the promotions, the in game promotions. Yep, are we still doing the match? The uh, no, we got rid of it. Yeah, all right,
7: here we go. We also got rid of the Pizza Hut race. Okay, so yeah. so we, do we got new stuff? We do have some new stuff, yes. So that was one thing that we, you know, we set out and we said that we are going to be done with the memory game
3: and i get it they're they're promotional things i just yeah. think there's like cooler stuff and yeah i think everybody agrees there's yeah. like more fun stuff you can do yep uh jamie said i thought clip was going to say do you think i'm pretty of course i do do you of
7: think course. i'm handsome yeah of course
3: all right thank you you're welcome you uh where are you from cleveland cleveland ohio browns uh win yesterday
7: 27 nothing
3: how are the Cavs this year
7: um, Are they like young and good? Yeah, they're supposed to be good. Um, they've been struggling a little bit early. It's hard with all the new like restrictions on watching stuff. Like I haven't yeah. been able to watch them at all. So,
3: Jamie says half court shot for a free year of tuition.
7: Um, we will be tonight. We're doing the Sup Dogs half court shots back this year. Cool. Um, Greenville Nissan. We're we're working through it, and I think their goal is to for some of the games this year offer students opportunity to win a car. Wow. So, awesome. Yeah, okay. we're working through that stuff right now, but
3: uh, And look, those are those moments go viral. Like nobody's yeah. going viral if they win the match game. Somebody hits a half court shot, you can see it on SPP. Yeah. So we tried last year. I know, when uh, Stanford Steve was yes. literally here yes. shooting a half-court shot. Yeah. So that was cool, right? All right, uh, Justin, thanks for hanging out, man. Good info.
7: Yeah, thank you. And Everybody come out You know, tonight, all season. Men's, women's should be exciting stuff.
3: I ran over it with Cy si earlier. ton of home games in November to start yeah. the season for the yeah. Pirates. So a lot but, of chances.
7: Yeah, and then you know, UNCW at the end of the month. South Carolina, December 9th for the mm. men. December uh, 30th for the women. Apparently, South Carolina women
3: notre dame by 40 today yes yeah saw that uh so yeah that's gonna be uh that should be a packed house as well yeah a lot of exciting times coming up with hoops yeah uh justin thanks for hanging out man yeah thanks for having me clip we'll let you get back to work thanks justin bear ecu marketing joining us inside the pirate radio studios we'll take a break come back when we return bb brian bailey Asking about the Cowboys losing to the Eagles yesterday.
7: What an honor leading into Brian Bailey. I mean, legit. It's special. It's special. I'm, I'm honored.
3: Legend. Absolute legend. He joins us when we return. He talked to Mike Schwartz and Kim McNeil earlier today. So we'll recap those conversations, talk hoops, and a little football as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Alright. Pike says, I remember seeing Government Mule open for another band at Minji's first concert held there. What was the main band? Hmm. I'm gonna go, I don't know, Almond Brothers. Tell us Pike, what is the answer? Um Who else had that? CJ Stroud, Tank Dell stack yesterday. So I was stacking and packing. Stacking and packing. Man,
0: you had both?
3: Uh, I have both of them. Woo!
0: That's a good stack, to That's have, a right good point. day right there. You probably could have won your game just with them two.
3: I know. Mike Michael Thomas had zero. So uh I avoided the zero, still got a blowout win. So that All was right. good to see.
0: Unfortunately had Tank Dell
11: and Keaton Mitchell on the bench. Mm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Jerry says we can change the name of Pirate Radio Live to Positivity Radio Live. Jerry is Mr. Positive. He wants everything to be positive, which is fine. But sometimes, you know, sometimes the life ain't great. Sometimes you got to be negative.
0: Sometimes, sometimes things negative aren't positive. great. Sometimes your football team's one and eight. Sometimes your favorite college football team and your nfl team are combined to 16 sometimes uh jamie puts on
3: youtube bryce williams just threw another uh, bryce will bryce it's
0: bryce
3: bryce young just threw another pick six we're covered by the- <laughs> <laughs> we're by the colts yeah that was oof. sometimes i feel like i don't have a partner sometimes i feel like my only friend is the city i live in is, is that a lyric yeah it's Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers, which I heard with Ellen. <laughs> Steve said, sometimes you feel like a nut. You mind telling that story again? Nah, sometimes I, you don't. I do mind. Jamie had Tank and Cole Komet on the bench. Cole Komet had a great touchdown catch, I saw early in the game. Um, we will dive, uh, might dive more into the NFL. We'll go game by game on our fleet Feet rundown. I'm by- Ba-da. after we talk to bb brian bailey Ba-da. who will join us in just a moment uh oh chan man oh ooh. let me turn it to true tv let's do why do, wait a minute is
0: impractical jokers running a marathon what do we got going on if here? they were i would watch it because uh, i like that show are you telling me something are you telling me that we got some college basketball on is that what you're telling me right now would i lie to you are you telling me right now that there's college basketball that we can watch? Have I ever lied to you? Ever. I think you have. When? But Name I don't know. <clears throat> Let's see. Man.
3: What what did you love about <laughs> what did you lie about? You don't know, <laughs> nah. <Did you> Jameis. <laughs> Brian Bailey joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. What's up, BB? What's going on? Anything good? I just flipped over to True TV. This is uh this will get you ready for March. I don't know why, but Georgia and Oregon are about to play at 4.30 on a Monday afternoon on True TV, and I'm going to watch it because it's live sports. So there you go. It is that.
5: Opening day in college basketball all over the place.
3: And also, uh, it'll be opening night in Minji's. And earlier today, Bailey talked to both Mike Schwartz and Kim McNeil. Let's start with Coach Schwartz. Bailey, what would you get from that conversation? There is a ton of optimism. There's a ton of hype outside um, regarding East basketball, is he how is he handling that? Uh, some expectations this year for Pirate Hoops.
5: Yeah, that's kind of an odd deal, and we were talking about it. And I said the best thing about this whole deal is that we have players that we've all seen play before. I mean, you know, R.J. Felton—it you know, feels like he's been there ten years now. Uh, but you've got guys that we watched play last year, and he's got a bunch of you know young kids coming in. He's got some transfers. I mean, I think he really likes what he's got for his basketball program. And he just said, you know, you don't realize how much work they put into what they what they do in basketball. They practice all the time. I mean, they, they, they go at it, you know, from June, and, and then they get the official practice time. And they've been going at it a long time. And they can't wait to see another color uniform.
3: And you got guys that, uh, on top of that practice, do their own practicing, <laughs> which uh, Mark Adams joined us a couple weeks ago. We talked about Brandon Johnson and the leap he took from freshman to sophomore and he says that Brandon Johnson will be in the gym shooting you know two hours before anybody else is up so it it takes that kind of dedication commitment we saw it with BJ last year I can't wait to see the strides that Ezra took uh, the strides that Jaden Walker took uh, from last year because you're right Bailey it gives you an old school feeling when you actually know the roster so that is exciting
5: and coaches always say you got to get old and stay old yeah and east carolina has all, all kinds of problems through the years of just getting old but this is this is a, a very positive sign
3: uh bb looking forward to the game tonight against fairman did you, did you talk to coach schwartz or I, I hadn't heard much uh lately about to Corey Faison, the freshman who was not there at media day uh do you talk about him at all did coach schwartz bring him up
5: he brought up some of the youngsters and, and i think He's going to try to see as many players as he possibly can tonight. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it depends on how the flow of the game goes. But he really likes, you know, he, I, it sounds to me like they plan on, you know, running 8, 9, 10 on a normal basis. I mean, they plan they, they on playing a lot of guys and getting some guys in there. But I think he really wants to see everybody tonight.
3: Kaz on YouTube says, great Brian Bailey show today as part of that show. He talked to Kim McNeil, and they will be unveiling a new banner in Minjis That's always welcome, Bailey. Uh, the AAC champions from a year ago when they play at home on Thursday night. They'll start the season tonight on the road at Elon. But how about Coach McNeil's uh, team, Bailey? They Speaking of familiar faces, they're bringing a lot back and added a lot uh, from last season's successful year.
5: Yeah, they really have, and they they brought in some really good players to go along with some really good players that they had last year. So, and that's going to be interesting to see how all of that you know carries on because they they really you know they kind of upped the game when they played so well last year and they made the NCAA tournament and uh, I think it was a great experience, but it's one that they don't want it to be a once in a lifetime deal. I mean, they, those girls they want to go back this year, and I think they've got a great chance, to pick second in the American Athletic Conference uh, behind South Florida. Uh, that'll be a great game. They, those two hooked up this year, but but it's going to be, you know, it, it's it's interesting that all of a sudden everybody's excited about basketball, which I think they are.
3: Yeah, and I think the good thing is even if we were, uh, I don't know, even if we're like 8-1 and one in football at this point, I think people would still be excited about basketball. I don't know if they'd be this excited, you know what I mean?
5: Well, yeah, I think that we're all looking for some positive you know, yeah. vibes around here. I think that yeah, you know, the football team has struggled so mightily all year, and uh, you know the game on Saturday just you know thirteen to ten. You, you think back to the Charlotte game, and just they just had such struggles all year. they've got you know three games to go, is try to you know put one in the win column for the American. They're eleven point dogs this week down at Florida Atlantic, but you know I, I think they can go down there and if they can just put it together like they did, like the first quarter was almost magical. Watching it this past weekend. I mean, 139 yards of total offense in that one quarter, and they were running around making plays, and they just got to find a way to to finish and find a way to go four quarters.
3: PB, Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line and uh, fellow Cowboys fan Randolph said, Cowboys fold as usual, a dollar short. He's a negative Cowboys fan, unlike you, Brian, who is a positive Cowboys fan. What did you take away from that NFC East class against the Eagles yesterday?
5: Well, I was obviously, I was obviously disappointed they couldn't punch it in at the end because they did a great job and Philadelphia gave them a bunch on that last drive. But the way I, the way I feel about it is, and I told you this from day one this year. I don't care what happens. You got to win enough games to get in the playoffs. But you got to win some games in January. If you're going to beat the Eagles, and they went toe to toe with them in Philly, and they may have to go back to Philly in the playoffs. But I just think that you got to win the game coming up in January. You got to win those games. So do what you can, do what you got to do right now. And they had a chance to win that game. But it's just a matter of, you know, the ones I'm worried about now are January. I'm tired of, you know, playing up, maybe winning one playoff game and then getting beaten in the divisional round or losing. I mean, they're good enough that they can play with just about anybody. They've proven that to beat the Eagles, you got to get Hurst to turn the ball over, and and he didn't. Uh, they had a couple of chances, but they didn't get that turnover. And and you know, and Dak for all you know, he was he was so bad last year throwing picks all the time. He's been pretty good about that. They just couldn't get it done at the end. But I'm telling you, and, and some of those calls. I mean, I know the replay and and the the, the one on fourth down, the tight end. I mean, that to me is a weird thing because if you if you freeze frame it, it's close to that ball breaking the plane, and you have to complete the catch. I sound like a crybaby cowboy fan right there. I didn't mean to go that route, but I still don't understand some of the things that that happened in that game.
3: Brian Bailey joining us. How about uh, Keaton Mitchell getting loose yesterday, BB?
5: And that was that was cool. And seeing the the lock. Some of the things that social media brings us. You know, some of it's negative, and I don't like it. But some of it's so positive, and to see, you know, John Harbaugh in the locker room and presenting the game ball to Keaton, and uh, and just and seeing Keaton talk to his teammates and thanking them and everything, and that was that was really cool. And he had a heck of a day. I I, I saw the forty yard touchdown run. Obviously, I was fired up about that. I didn't realize his stats were as good as they were until later on in the evening when I looked it up. I, I thought,
3: man, yeah, broke another long one uh, later in that game. Just an incredible yards per carry, which. Uh, is what he did here at ECU. He, he doesn't need many carries or a lot of room to be very productive.
5: He can fly and he flew on that 40 yard touchdown run. I mean, and to hear Jim Nance say, Yeah, well, that's speed. You know, that was pretty
3: cool. No doubt. I mentioned that earlier, having your first touchdown uh, called by, mentioned it last week with Jaquan McMillan picking off Mahomes for his first interception called by Kevin Harlan. Uh, you get those great voices calling your name. Uh, that's got to be cool for those guys. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. So, BB, you uh, heading to Minji's tonight?
5: I'm on the way right now. I just stopped real quick before I go in there and talk to the parking attendant and figure out where I can park and not get towed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, and how about – so you'll be covering that. And uh, how about Friday? Where are you going to be Friday? What games are you looking forward to on the uh, on Touchdown Friday, week round two edition?
5: I'll, I'll be in Boca Raton with the – Oh, yeah. And then Watlington will be – he'll be anchoring the show. And, and, you know, you get to this time of year, we talk about game of the week, but they're all. Farmville Central, Southwest Edgecomb, I think, is a huge game. Rose going down to North Brunswick after pulling off the upset of a White Oak. That's huge. Newburn's at home again. Havelock's at home again. Uh, Tarboro's at home to start their playoff run. They had a bye last week. So, uh, Tarboro, as, as Coach Crowdock said, and we gave him gave him a little bit of ribbing about it. They're moving their game to Thursday. We, we had to try to figure out what holiday he was talking about. But I guess Veterans Day, I knew it was a holiday, but I didn't know it was – popping up like it did but evidently you know they're celebrating it
3: and they're gonna take a day off and well going to play on thursday. he was pretty honest I, I, that was a fun conversation he said look we got some people we got bodies around on thursday people working maybe they'll be more inclined to to go to the game so it makes sense but i do like when you turned it back on him and said you know the show's called touchdown friday right coach so yeah
5: exactly
3: good stuff baby BB-
5: especially the weather stuff the weather stuff always Drives me nuts. It's a 50% chance of rain and and teams will start moving the (laughs) first. But that one didn't
3: have anything to do with the weather. Yeah. Uh, BB, good stuff. Great show. If you missed it, you can check it out at 6 o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. And uh, we'll see you at Minji's tonight, man. Sounds
5: good. Looking forward to Pirate Basketball tonight.
3: Yes, sir. There is Brian Bailey joining us on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, When we return, we'll go game by game and uh, down the NFL slate on our Fleet Feet Rundown. And also, let you know what's going on in uh, college hoops. We got Oregon up early on Georgia, eleven to six. Uh, first media timeout on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by Dubuck. Da Dubuck. Da I went to the Buck yesterday for a little while with trying to support my man Chon. I'll tell you about that trip too when we return after this.
8: You're gonna get an
1: listening to hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 now let's head back in to PRL here's clip
3: saw this posted on our Pirate Radio social media the East Carolina FAU line one of the biggest line uh, movements who did we play against when the line was low and then immediately went big was it smooth? Smooth, maybe yeah Uh, This one going in the opposite direction. East Carolina opened at plus 11, now plus 8. So they've gone down an entire field goal. So, look. What What is that? (laughs) You look at the record. uh, It's not good, Bob. But the Pirates have been in these games and have been competitive, uh, just haven't been able to get the win. So uh, 11 a little too much for a lot of gamblers out there. Say, uh, let's, let's knock that number down a little bit. So, if you got it at 10 or 11, you're feeling pretty good right now. All right, uh, let's talk about NFL Sunday and go down our Fleet Feet rundown. Fleet Feet Shirley Rhodes saw them recently, got some awesome new balances specifically designed for her foot because they have that one on one service. What song is this? Is this Prime?
9: It is the uh prime video Thursday night football thing.
0: There you go. Huh. I never paid attention to I <laughs> mean neither. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about prime football. Mm. I mean I like Dion. I just don't know if I like the Thursday night broadcast. Dion lost again. Oh, I have
3: a new favorite college football team. Arizona. Arizona. I love Arizona. They're always on when I get home from a late fifth quarter. They're always underdogs. They're always playing a ranked team, and they never lose. They always beat those ranked teams. They are awesome. Yeah, They are my new favorite
0: team. I I called uh, my buddy in Virginia and put some money on them earlier in the year to beat uh, USC, and they came up short. Oh, yeah. One possession game. That's like, but since then... They were like tough as nails in that game. All they've done is beat ranked
3: teams. They're awesome. All right. Yesterday. Chan. Mm. We begin in Germany. You ever been to Germany? No, I have not. Never left the country. Wait, (laughs) that's a lie. I have. Chiefs 21, Dolphins 14. What's wrong with Miami? Well, anytime they play a team that has a pulse... They lose. They have not showed up yet in big games. The center doesn't know
9: how to snap a ball either on a fourth and ten.
3: That always is not good.
9: Come on,
3: man. Chiefs are winning with defense. Very impressive as we kind of wait for their offense to do what we know they can do and have done in years past. But not a great receiving core for Kansas City. They are winning with defense. They hold Miami to 14. Uh, Boy, Jason Nichols... Falcons lose to the Vikings Mm. who had a quarterback playing that didn't know his teammates or the plays or where he was or what uniform he was wearing. (coughs) Josh Dobbs comes in and gets the win. What a gutsy win. The Vikings continue to be the weirdest team in the league. Remember, they had Cousins and Jefferson going and they were 0-3. Since then, then, they they beat the Panthers, lost to the Chiefs by 7-7. And now they have
0: reeled off four in a row, including a win at home against the Niners. Including a game where they had a quarterback that had only been with the team for five days.
3: Just an incredible victory for Josh Dobbs and the Vikings on Sunday. Justin Bears-Browns blanked the Cardinals 27 nothing. That score, a couple touchdowns for Deshaun Watson. Clayton Teen. Teen, you got to be in Teen. Were they in tune? <laughs> uh, well i'll read the numbers and you can tell me let's see. all right we're playing Were they in tune clayton tune mm-hmm. 11 of 20 58 yards yeah. and two interceptions not in tune not in tune all right uh a lot of bad quarterback play around the league on sunday uh speaking of which the rams brett Rippin, 13 of 28 100, 130 yards one interception Jesus is bad. <laughs> Jordan Love and the Packers get the win. More bad quarterback play. Keep it coming, baby. Some guy named Mac Jones. 220 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Bum. The pick to end it as the Commanders get off the mat and win a road game after trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I love Ron Rivera. I do too, but it's kind of a love hate thing.
0: I mean, I've been there done that. Sam
3: Howell 325 yards what a year he is having uh, for the commanders Saints 24 Bears 17 Tyson Vagent 3 interceptions 220 yards Lamar Jackson was not the story because Keaton Mitchell was 9 carries 138 yards and a touchdown for Keaton Mitchell look at, look at him up there with the stat leaders he's got a picture he looks good 37 to 3 all over the seahawks by the way i tried to get y'all to come in with me seahawks ravens is the game of the one o'clock window guys this is gonna be a good game close game nobody really wanted to jump in with me and y'all were right not to jump in with me um a few weeks ago tony called the panthers a get-right game for opponents teams play the panthers they get right when you go to baltimore it is the opposite you get wrong. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you get it. wrong. Remember the Lions went there a few weeks ago? Yes. He blown got out. demolished. Seahawks go there at five and two. Blown out. Ravens putting it on teams, especially at home. Texans, 39. Bucks, 37. C.J. Stroud, 470 yards and five touchdowns. Man. And then and Noah Brown. Y'all <laughs> might have heard us talking about this guy. Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. Who has these random – he does daily fantasy, picks the random I've players. I've got Pringle in, like, three of my teams. i got Pringle. The play of the day is Pringle. Well, guess who he had on Sunday? Noah Brown. Six catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown.
0: What in the world? This he loves guy. the – he's like – He don't know who these like, pe- The key is, is that you got to get the sleepers. He don't and, know who these people are. <laughs> He knows of these people the morning of that Sunday and says, you know what? All right. He, he goes and asks like 10 people. Do you know who that is? And if like eight of them say no, he just goes, I'm getting them today. That's
3: who I got. If you don't know him, I got him. Uh, let's see. Josh says, "Clip." if you heard the rumors that Washington may try to get Belichick after the season ends. Yeah. Saw some dude tweeted it. I could tweet it right it. now. I'm going to tweet out that it's not true. And then somebody's going to say, <laughs> hey. All thing you got to do
0: is just say breaking.
3: Did you see the rumors that that rumor wasn't true? I saw it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want Bill Belichick. Sorry. It's going to Washington. Do you think that's crazy, Jamie? Jamie. Joey? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Jamie. he's just one of the best Jamie. coaches of all time. Hi, <laughs> I know. Is there a reason why you wouldn't want him? like... Well, who else was? Who are some other best coaches of all time? Jason Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, before last week, Bobby Knight. I wouldn't have wanted Bobby Knight to be the ECU coach.
11: <laughs> all right, we're not talking about ECU though. We're talking about the Commanders in yeah.
3: the, the NFL. If you give me Belichick and Brady 15 years ago, sign <laughs> me up. You give me Bill Belichick in 2024.
11: Without Brady.
0: And
3: all he's bringing with him is some stupid hoodie that he cut off. No thank you. What you do got, I want with that? You got Belichick for two, three years. Do you see the players he brings in? His rosters suck.
11: <laughs> they do, but they win games.
3: No, they, they used, don't. They
11: used to. They used to win games. He ain't winning nothing. But I'm saying for the... For your B he's your future for real. I I think. Yeah,
3: I would rather, much rather have B be the coach than Belichick. But if you do
11: bring in Belichick, he's got somebody to learn under for a couple more years. Belichick can't be doing it for that much longer.
3: Eric B enemy has been learning for three decades. He's learned enough. He's ready to show what he's learned. Then give him the head coach job. I thank you. I am. You are Oh, you are? (laughs) Yes. People don't know that I'm responsible. So you're the group who bought out the command. And Ron Rivera is such a damn good guy, I can't bring myself to fire him. I've brought him in my office so many times and I said, Ron, (laughs) and then I look in his eyes and I look at his barrel chest and I say, I brought you in here today to say (laughs) I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Last second change of heart. (laughs) You are fine with me, because you're my guy. (laughs) Colts 27, Panthers 13. Good God, guys, y'all's team is awful. I tried to <laughs> get behind you yesterday, Chandler. I tried. Did I not no, try? No, no. You were I there. showed an effort.
0: You were there by my side supporting my team through and through. Even going, hey, there you go. Getting some claps in, getting some uh, good tackle there. It's bad. You don't want br- you. It's awful. Look, I saw a picture, and I probably not going to be able to find it now, but it's okay. This offensive line for the carolina panthers i'm not even kidding you when i say that it could be the worst offensive line i've ever seen it is terrible. it's terrible oh god we gotta take a break it's so bad yeah we need to th- let's, let's take a break before i go off on another tangent hey we can talk uh how bad the panthers are when jason's here okay sure all
3: right uh and we'll talk about the rest of the nfl slate when we return I got to catch up on chat gang, too. (laughs) Mike P said, Clip, when you hit the table, it shakes the sky cam brought to you by Fleet Feet. Nice dramatic effect. All right, I didn't know that. Uh, Let's see. Mike P said, More like Tua turned the ball over. (laughs) (laughs)
10: Like I hadn't heard
3: that joke. (laughs) We'll take a break. Jason Nichols joins us, hour three. More NFL and some ECU talk when we return after this.
9: They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville and online at carolinacalibercompany.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Shirley Rhodes. Joey. Joey chan man and we welcome in a former pirate former pirate coach and analyst on the bud light pregame tailgate and u.s sailor fifth quarter call in show jason nichols joins us jason how you doing today man
12: doing good clip how you doing bro?
3: doing all right good to see you uh joey we met your family the other day nice wanted to say nice people I, I told them that they raised a, a good young man
11: i appreciate it i appreciate it you guys could have definitely uh, put a little dirt on there but i appreciate you guys. <laughs> no
3: never 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 <laughs> um we were running through the nfl scores let's continue on with that because i didn't get the full effect i heard some from chandler joey what is your take on 27 13 colts over uh panthers yesterday
11: i mean it's tough Uh, it's tough to watch you saw the game like just seeing your team struggle in almost every facet of the game it's it's not fun to watch whatsoever Bryce Young throwing two pick sixes. Like Chandler said before, we probably have – I mean, no, we definitely have the worst O-line in football right now. Uh, I mean, there's nothing else to say much, really.
3: Yeah, I mean, it did feel like the Colts had some success offensively, but at the end of the day, you give up 14 points, right? Your defense. like, You down on them, too? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm down
11: completely on the season. The season's over.
3: (laughs) He's done. He's done done. <laughs> Put a fork in him. My pick of the day on Friday was Raiders over Giants and it was simple. Antonio Pierce interim coach win one for him, new life, all you get the the bad, you know, bad juju out of there and and they did. And I didn't account for the fact that we'd see DeVito playing quarterback again for the Giants. Good grief.
11: God. What's your record on uh picks of the week you've been i feel like i'm been, been, been good on those yeah definitely
3: tommy devito 15 of 20 175 yards two touchdowns daniel jones out for the year
11: acl
3: oh was it uh oh acl confirmed mm-hmm. chandler do you want to say something yeah. okay well how are you standing there
0: i was gonna get a video
3: <laughs> of what well, me and jason talking ecu yeah. all right well i'll get to that in a minute you just keep standing there don't move don't move.
8: You
3: have a jam cam? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles 28 Cowboys 23. Brian Bailey Cowboys fan went with the line Jason that he said we'll get him in January. He said this one don't matter. It don't matter in November. It matters in January. Uh there's some truth to that because if you're a Cowboys fan, you're used to being in the playoffs and then quickly uh being erased from the playoffs, but good game yesterday. Uh and the Cowboys showed that they can play with them in Philly.
12: Literally what An inch away from from probably winning that game with that tight end, falling on the one-inch line, basically.
3: And, Joey, you're going to have to bite the bullet. You're going to have to grow up. You're going to have to mature because you said you would never pick the Bengals again. And I'm just telling you, on picks, if you keep going that route, (laughs) we're going to gain a game on you pretty much every week because of your stubbornness. Are you willing to... To pick the Bengals moving forward, they knock off the Bills last night.
11: Who? Yeah, that was a good game for them. Who they have next week?
3: This team, they have turned it around. I don't know how you can't see that. They've won four in a row. I don't know. I next don't week, they funny. play the Texans at home. Oh, CJ Stroud, come on, baby. <laughs> After that, at Baltimore. Ooh. Baltimore, I mean, come on. Steelers at home. Kenny, Mike pick it? Mike Tomlin, underdog. You got to take the Steelers. <laughs> exactly. All right, fine. Talk yourself every week. I into will. Is the I'm biggest. going to. All right. I love it. Even versus the Houston Texans? He's too stubborn, Jason. I'm going. Jason. I'm you going know to. these young
11: kids. You got to think Houston about it to deal with them. He's college yeah, kids it's hard But to Jason you. as you know As a football coach There's always upsets And this is a This is a long game It's a marathon I gotta pick my upsets When I can I got you. And I think I win a bunch Of upsets against the Bengals
3: But you're not doing that right now You're picking not, it Literally against them Every week And you have And walls. in the first
11: five weeks
3: Yeah but me you me get my but, stats but I got here's, the papers Again here People don't know I got a stack of papers Back here too Here's the problem though You were picking the Bengals Which is why No I never picked the Bengals Once this year that is not true. Oh, all righty. That ain't true. That ain't true. Give me Chandler, one to go Chandler get your video. Come here. Are you ready? Yes. You go. Joey's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go through the papers right now. I have not written down the bagels once. <laughs> Jason, Pirates falling to Tulane. Frustrating one on Saturday. We were with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Same old story. Defense. <laughs> and applaud them. Yeah. Offense hot start and nothing really the second half final three quarters and uh, another frustrating l
12: yeah like you said we've seen that story before so uh, it's, it's to the point where you can predict it you know we'll start off pretty good and then we kind of fizzle off and defense plays really well and you know they just at some point somebody has to find a way to score a touchdown to help the defense out at some point but uh frustrating i know it's frustrating for those guys but man um uh, Let's, let's see if we can get back on track. See if we can get one this week, I guess.
3: Jason, uh, You, uh, we preface a lot of conversations by saying you are not in the building with this current team. So you don't know who is getting reps and everything. But just kind of generally speaking, we've got a quarterback, uh, Raheem Jeter, mm-hmm. who has played a few snaps in one game. He's got three games left this season. He can play three games, keep his red shirt. So we understand that. We, we know the, the philosophy there from the coaches and everything. If you are the head coach of this team and you've seen Flynn, you've seen Garcia, how do you work? Do you work in Jeter, one? How do you do it, too? And uh, do you go as far as starting him in one of these games? Like, What do you do with the, the freshman quarterback?
12: I would definitely play him. Whether I would start him or not would would be a different story. Um, but I would definitely try to play that kid now and try to find out what we have if I'm looking towards the future of my program. That's what I would do. I would play them, get them some experience because this won't do anything but help them. Um, while still trying to finish out the year, trying to find a way to win these last, you know, three ball games. That's that's what
3: I would do. Now these coaches want to play them as well, but the thing is that just kind of hearing them talk, it sounds like they want to get them in when the game's out of reach. You're saying. Hey, second quarter, you know, one score game, put him in for a series, that kind of thing.
12: I would. I mean, yeah. like, let's play him. Let's see if he can rise to the occasion. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they got a chance to watch him in practice to know what his characteristics are. I mean, look, look at what, what just happened in the NFL with the Dobbs kid, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you never know. You might, you might fall onto something. You might say, hmm, this kid's going to be what we what we need in the future. So. Let's find it out, and and if he is, let's let's ride him and see if he can find a way to get us a win here down the stretch.
3: I know that's going to be a big topic these final three games because right now East Carolina not eligible, of course, to go to a bowl, and uh, it has been a a down year. So we're looking to see some sort of positive, some sort of something to get excited about, right for for next season and beyond. And that's what we're looking at right now with this ECU football team. Um, what you what was your take on Tulane? I mean, did they? They look like a top 25 team to you, a team that could go to another big-time bowl game?
12: You know what? At times, yes. They they, they really um, showed that. I, I think we played well, and our defense really did a, a heck of a job of slowing those guys down. Because I've watched them throughout the year, they they would show up on TV, and I, I knew we would have to play them, and, uh, and and at times they look really really good. So that says a lot about where we stand from the defensive standpoint, as far as being able to slow those guys down. Um, I don't think they was taking us lightly by any means, but uh, our defense played has played well all year. I mean, you hold Michigan to 30, you know? I mean, and we had a turnover that set up one of those scores in that game that where you could probably take some points off the board from those guys.
3: Man, I'm looking at the standings right now, and kudos to Phil Steele and prognosticators because I remember going into the year, there was a group of four at the top, Tulane, SMU, UTSA, and Memphis. And then right behind that, there was a group of two, East Carolina and FAU. Everything is pretty much gone according to plan, except for one thing, and that's East Carolina sitting at the bottom at 0-5 because you've got – uh tulane smu and utsa all five and zero in conference play and memphis is at four and one with their only loss being to tulane so uh that has gone according to plan i remember you when we watched the utsa game jason you kind of said hey i don't know if these guys are, are good enough to beat tulane right mm-hmm. so uh smu and memphis also up there in the running for this uh conference title this year
12: Yeah, you know, honestly, when you look at it, there's not just that. Out of that four, I think any of those teams could beat each other right there at the top, right? Being that Tulane has already beat Memphis, I don't see that nobody up there that can't beat one another right now. Whereas in past, there's been some teams where you're like, nah, you're not going to beat them. You know, when Cincinnati had it rolling with those guys up there, it was going to be tough to beat those guys. And even when we were here, Central Florida had it rolling. It was going to be tough to beat those guys. So uh, I don't see that right now at the top of that schedule.
3: And UTSA and Tulane have a date, the final week of the regular season in New Orleans. Memphis and SMU will face off uh in memphis coming up on november 18th so uh for those teams now they just can't slip up on one of these other games and and then we'll see uh these big games when they occur
12: yeah, um, I, I guess the slip-ups, you have to watch out for. Believe it or not, Rice has been playing pretty good. They played uh, SMU pretty good the other day. Lost
3: two Tulane by two. Lost to Tulane by two.
12: Tulane by two. Um, you got to be careful probably uh, with the North Texas. It seems like they have been able to put points up on people. So those are the games that whoever's playing those guys, that that's there. I don't know what everybody's schedule looks like. You, you got to be careful. UAB has put some points up on the board. Yeah. Um, so you just got to be careful.
3: Jason Nichols joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Let's uh, get a break in. We'll come back. We'll make you a winner coming up later on in this hour on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some more football with Jay Nick. I want to... Uh The coach, Sean Elliott from Georgia State. Did you see those comments?
12: Yeah, that's Sean, though. Sean's fiery like that, man.
3: Uh, Might play some of those comments. And I actually had Georgia State knocking off JMU. That did not happen. James Madison, man, the Dukes undefeated and are going to have nothing to show for it as far as postseason goes, unfortunately, because of an archaic, out-of-touch NCAA rule. Uh, But we'll uh, talk more about that and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. (laughs)
9: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. And for more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered every Sunday. Kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. I went to the Buck yesterday. First time I've been there on a Sunday when uh, to support my man Chandler and his Panthers. Didn't go well. But I wanted to get into the jersey giveaway contest. And they called my number second. Instead of winning the jersey, I got a cool prize pack. So head on over to the Buck uh, Jersey giveaway every Sunday. Uh, great place to watch games. Had a good time there. Did not see the bouncer, though. And uh, I was getting rowdy in there, too. I was like, where's Joey at? boys bring joey over here
11: <laughs> oh friday saturdays for me
3: okay i'm a
11: mm. big dog unit you know
3: yes sir when the when, when the real rowdies come out <laughs> there you go uh jamie has a question for jason he says who is uh jason's favorite b-ball team the hawks
12: uh yeah i'd have to go with the hawks i'm not a big nba fan right now i'll watch it just to see what's going on no real favorite team. You ever um,
3: go to the Omni back in the day? The Omni I, in Atlanta. I,
12: I did one time. <laughs> Went to the Omni.
3: And uh, how about, fa- he said, favorite all-time basketball player? Ooh, Michael Jordan. Wow, not Dominique? Michael Jordan. Man. Second best player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest player of all time. <laughs> Here we go. My bad. My I, know,
12: I know who he's going to. He, I'll he, cut my mic off. He's in that phase of LBJ. Nah, not no even close. Either. LeBron not, James, not even
3: close. <laughs> not even close. He says, "That's crazy." Look That's who crazy to look, say, not even close. Look who they got, Not make, close.
12: Look who's on the uniform now. Who's on? Who's? What? Whose logo is on that? Jersey now A couple of
11: them Not all of them A couple of them
12: Oh I thought they took off And made Jordan the uh, icon On on the
11: jerseys now Is it all the jerseys now? Yeah I I thought so I thought it was just the Hornets And a couple more No 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 no, But regardless LeBron James The GOAT I (laughs) mean a couple years It'll be the crown You know what I mean I got you (laughs) Longevity don't make you better True True But uh His GOAT status is just Undeniable, man. I don't
12: even get in those
3: conversations. That's not even a good argument. <laughs> that's not even his goat status is undeniable. We're, we're just not gonna, using words. We're not going to get into he's the a, whole nitty gritty of he's a LeBron <laughs> versus Jordan
11: because that's an endless conversation. Just mini-go. wait till LeBron's documentary comes out. Then it's going to be. It'll be the a fair sec- argument.
12: It'll be the second best.
3: <laughs> the the would, same I argument say, I have with my dad. I, I mean, would, every I time Michael like Jordan,
12: because I would t- I would take Kobe
3: over LeBron. Nah, I can't do that. All can't right, go I there. I All right, now <laughs> Mike P oh. said I'm 45 and Jason is right. It's not close. Not it's close. LeBron.
12: No. Nah. Oh. it's a forty-five-year-old man. Let's go. Oh. He said Jason was right, so he twisted that around.
3: Right. No, no, he's saying you're right. That it's not. He's close. Probably got dyslexia, oh, I got and you know. He's, he said it's not as close. It's LeBron. LeBron. Wow.
12: Y'all boys don't know
11: basketball.
3: They <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't know hoop. Y'all don't hoop. Hey, you ain't a hooper.
11: I was a hooper <laughs> yeah you was
3: oh man great uh we're not gonna do the Stephen a smith and uh skip bayless lebron thing today uh but that is uh kind of surprising you said mj though i guess as an atlanta guy yeah i mean i, I like
12: dominique but dominique was a great scorer and he, a dunker he wasn't he wasn't the greatest that i've seen on the court there you go we could never beat we could never beat jordan yeah you know so well
3: nobody could no all right, um, Jay Nick got pirate basketball coming up tonight. Yes. Shirley, can we hear a little bit of Mike Schwartz? Uh, get us in the basketball mood. Seven o'clock, they'll be tipping it off against Farum tonight. And uh, here is Mike Schwartz from yesterday's Presser with the Media.
2: Obviously excited for this time of year. Uh, we just, like we said, just finished up our last practice, and preseason is over. This is, uh, I think, what everybody has been waiting for. I think everybody across the country, including Farum, is very excited. Uh, about tomorrow and getting a chance to to play against another opponent, so uh, great time of year and, and our guys are excited to play.
7: This preseason, how do you feel like it
2: went overall, and how much did y'all learn from your two scrimmages preseason? I think it was good. You know, I think the the biggest part about it, Stephen, is the fact that you had a lot of guys that when we started on June 12th, knew what our system was, knew what we're trying to accomplish. You know, on the court especially, but off the court, how we want to do it. So that helped the younger guys. So. Again, I've said this before, last year so much of our time was spent on how we do things, not as much what we do. I feel like in this preseason we've been able, as a staff, to focus on what we do because the guys have a feel on how to do it. But, but it's nowhere near there. You're always, always enforcing and building on how to do things. But at least we could focus on some of more of the details this preseason, and, and that was uh, beneficial. What kind of scouting report do you have on Faram? You know, five of their top six leading scorers are back uh, for Coach Corrigan's team. A really hard-playing team, great respect for them. You know, this time of year, uh, Brian, no matter who we played, you don't know so much about the opponent other than what happened last year, and it would not matter whoever the opponent was because there's new players. You don't know if they put in new stuff offensively, defensively, so you do your best regardless to play based on what they did at the end of last year. Uh, but Calvin Washington averaged 18 points a game. He's a returning player for them. Again, five of their six leading scorers, so they're an older team that returns a lot. And he's a, Coach Corgan's a really good coach, so we know it's going to be a challenge tomorrow.
11: Coach Schwartz, great last name, by the way. <laughs> What's the most exciting part about opening night for you?
2: That it's opening night. Uh, you know, Again, uh, around the country, uh, Farham, Ourself, everybody around the country tomorrow night who's fortunate enough to play on November 6th is just excited to get the season going, you know. The interesting thing about college basketball is I would think across all college sports, we have as much practice time as anybody. I mean, we've really been practicing as a team since June 12th. And that's us. Some have been even before that. Some maybe after that, depending on when their players came in the summer. So you've almost had this preseason of, I don't know, nearly five months or so, whatever that may be. And... I think everyone's just ready to, to compete for something, to compete uh, against other teams w- when the game counts. Secret scrimmages are really good. They're helpful, but it's not the same as when we get in Minji's tomorrow night.
7: Do you have any pre-game
11: rituals or superstitions you have, kind of like your players, putting on one sock before the other before you go
7: out ahead of a game?
2: I just want us to be prepared. Everything is done just so that we're prepared.
7: Do you expect Bobby to play tomorrow and then, you know, if we got asked ask you
2: about Cam? Yeah, of course. Time, so. No, uh, Bobby will play tomorrow. Bobby is, is doing well. He's practiced for a week straight. Uh, he will be available tomorrow. You know, I think there will be certain uh, we'll be smart about, uh, you know, timeline-wise, like as we've been doing in practice, but he's doing great. Cam, we have no information on, and he will not be playing tomorrow because of that.
7: Is it frustrating all the seasons here and y'all still don't know? Is Part
2: of the it's part of the process. You know, you go in with a certain expectation, and uh, no, it's not frustrating. We're just moving forward, and, you know, we're just remaining to support him, continue to support him, and just hopeful.
3: All right, there is Mike Schwartz yesterday ahead of the season opener. Uh, Luke Schwartz from WCTI 12 uh, asking about superstitions. Uh, Coach Schwartz was all business there, not wanting to get into any of that stuff. Um, and he was talking about how t- teams playing on November 6th, and you think about it, Man, football, Jason is, and you just you don't get a lot of opportunities, right? You get now twelve regular season games. Y'all might have got what eleven back right. then, and and it's just uh, every game is a car wreck. But the season is like it just it, it goes by so fast. This basketball really is a marathon, and. However you play tonight will not really dictate at all how your season's going to go or how you'll be playing in March. So it is a game-by-game thing. You really just hope everybody can stay healthy, progress as the season goes along. In football, you lose uh, six out of the first seven, and you're over. You know, In basketball, you do that. Hey, man, we ain't even got a conference play yet. We still got <laughs> our whole season ahead of us. So it's very different, the mindset like that and just the length of it.
12: No doubt. I mean, that's that's the beauty of of those other sports. They have time to work their way into what they're going to become. Whereas football, I mean, we're the, we're the only sport, and especially college football, you don't even have a preseason. So yeah. you don't you can't you don't know what you got until you step out there on that <laughs> field. And so with basketball is a little bit different. So they they can kind of develop a, some continuity out there and figure out who they're going to become. And like you said, I mean, what they don't even get in the conference to what. January, February,
3: late December, yeah, uh, December, yeah, and and but by, by that point, yeah, you're you're you've played so many games already, and you hope to know your team. Speaking of no preseason, Jason, ECU twenty twenty three opens up in the big house at Michigan. Twenty twenty four Norfolk State at home. As a coach, which one do you like out of them better? You want <laughs> that, like, Norfolk that Norfolk State, State. <laughs> yeah, because you don't get a preseason game. And look, we have been burned. James Madison came in here and smoked us when Mike Houston was the coach. And North Carolina A&T, famously Sam Washington said, tell him to bring me my money after that one. So we've been burned, but uh, you'd much rather – Get, uh, get your season off started that way I think than, than going to Michigan and now there's a different payday involved there's correct uh, everybody correct. has different reasons for what they want but yeah. as a football team nice to get a little quote unquote tune up right
12: that, that is I mean that's that, that becomes your preseason you know <clears throat> to find out what you're going to be and who's going to be the players for you. Um, you. You have an idea, you know, when you're out there practicing in spring ball and fall camp and all that good stuff. But still, you just, some guys, when game day comes, they become different players, whether it's a good thing or a bad
3: thing. Jason Nichols here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, Josh says there is not a line on tonight's game. Have they not added, like, added lines or anything like that? I'll see if I can find anything. But I looked earlier, Josh, and you were right. I uh, did not see anything. He asked what line would I set? I'll go ECU minus 20, 28. Ooh. ECU minus 28. What do y'all think about that? Is that fair? What's your line, Joey? Minus
11: 28 ECU yeah. against Farron? Against fair I don't know if they cover.
3: Well, well what line would you set? ECU Ferrum
11: first game of the year maybe 19 and a half D3 or whatever they are okay didn't the D3 team blow somebody out or something like that
12: I
3: read <laughs> I mean, Louisville lost the scrimmage it, to somebody yeah. I don't know if that's what you were talking yeah, about but, it was something yeah. ridiculous alright I mean that's 28 for an ecu
11: gap I, have we seen that before All right,
3: joey is on uh plus 28 for pharum i mean yeah
11: i'm not gonna lie if i had a buddy in virginia like you guys
3: i would tell him hey can i put a little <laughs> coin on Ferrum? Right. uh yeah so hope, maybe they'll pop up a line right before the game i don't know good question josh i'm not sure uh what that line would be all right Shirley, let's open up uh the pirate radio live line make somebody a winner here on a monday Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away
4: now. Wild Power Radio, kind of is awesome.
3: All right. In a past life, Joey may have rooted for a certain basketball team in college. I was going to ask him if he knew who that guy on TV was.
12: That would have been a good question to ask him, too. I thought Open the door, way.
3: Joey. Well, they're going to show these highlights now. But uh, when they show this guy again, I'll see if you yeah. know. Who. We're going to see your basketball history. <laughs> your knowledge. Here. All right, Shirley, what are we giving away? A gift card
9: to AJ McMurphy. Oh, man, come
3: see us Wednesday night. Uh, our regular CW will be hosting, so I will be participating this Wednesday. So come out and join me or see if you can beat me Wednesday night at AJ's. We'll have a good time. Shirley, what call are you looking for?
9: I'm going to go with color 10.
3: Color 10, 317 1250 we're back with more. We'll play a couple of calls from the fifth quarter on uh, from Saturday night, and have more for you when we return after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full service John Deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequipped.com to find the location near you, and congratulations to Brad Wheeler of Greenville picked up a, a gift card courtesy of AJ McMurphy's. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
3: All right, back with you. Huh? Tiny
0: is our
3: winner. Say that one more time. Tiny is our winner. Way to go, Tiny. Tiny used to be a big old fat guy. Yeah, he's tiny now. And we called and Tiny was his nickname, and now he's literally tiny. Wow. He made the, uh, yeah, proud of you, Tony. Yep. Um, Hope to see you out one Wednesday night today, Jace. Come on out. uh, I'm excited for Wednesday, Chandler. I'll be participating for the first time in a long time.
0: Our fantasy guy, C.W. Sloan, going to be hosting uh, as he's done before. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to you uh, participating and being on my team.
3: Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. All right. uh, Let's hear, Shirley, we haven't played this call yet today. And it's just very brief, but um, it was Cheezel, who's usually a good caller, but uh, said a cuss word the other night, which is a no-no, Uh-oh. and I believe was confused at who he was angry at. Uh, let's hear some of Cheezel's call from Saturday.
4: This is what I'm saying. This is not NIL. This is malpractice. Malcolm Gray, where are you? I should have gone trick-or-treating and rung your doorbell so you could hear me. This is
3: ridiculous. Wait, why did he blame Malcolm? I don't, I don't understand the Malcolm <laughs> reference because Malcolm's the sports information director. <laughs> what is Malcolm supposed to do? Maybe he why are John people trick-or-treating at Malcolm's house? A lot of questions. <laughs> maybe I, I think maybe he got Malcolm and John Gilbert mixed. This up. is the first time anybody's ever called out Malcolm Gray on the fifth quarter. <laughs> I got to tell Malcolm about this, and I didn't need to tell Malcolm about it because I saw him at Tiebreakers yesterday, and he said, "Hey." I heard uh, people were calling for my head on the fifth quarter. (laughs) He got multiple text messages right after the call saying, hey, uh, they just called you out on the fifth quarter. Uh, A caller did. And he's like, what did I do? I was like, I don't know, Malcolm, but you're on the hot seat, buddy. (laughs) Malcolm Gray, what's he doing? So Malcolm is the guy that I email and say, hey, Malcolm, can I talk to um, Alex Flynn on Tuesday? He sets up interviews. He is the liaison between the coach and the media and uh, does an awesome job. He did baseball forever. Now he's the head man with football and uh, he's been on this show a bunch of times as well. So I think Malcolm does a great job. I would hate to see him go. Yeah. Can you
12: see that girl Good right God there? Got
3: Sick.
9: Yeah, it's almighty.
3: Behind the back. Behind the back. Like a little fake pass and then
0: a great finish. We'll see the Meminjis coming up this year.
9: Was that the kid from South Carolina? Yes. Oh my She's God. a freshman. My that yes. is her. That was her very first game.
0: Hey, bring yeah. it. Bring it, Dawn. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> Can we have Minji's rocking like when Houston came last year? Uh, yeah. Sell For the it out, game? Right? Yeah. Sell it Jason up. said he's already there. That Houston game last year in men's basketball, I have never seen Minji's like that. Wow. I mean, there, well, there, was, there was... I have. It I and it's just such
3: a fun place when it's rocking. Yeah, man. And it sounds like they sold out the uh, lower bowl for the students tonight. Like, Saw that. We're talking about Farham and Justin Baer from marketing, which, by the way, why hasn't a caller called in and said, Justin Baer needs to be fired? <laughs> Let's call him out next week. Uh, but he said, we need to get to the point where you come to see ECU play, not the opponent. And the fact that these student tickets went so fast and maybe we'll get an atmosphere for a D3 opponent tells us that, hey, people are excited about ECU basketball. Yeah. It's a great thing. All right. Um, let's hit this one again, too. This is Andy, who called in last week and did some Mike Houstonisms, and this past Saturday called in and gave his Donnie Kirkpatrick impression. Let's hear that. Andy is up in Charlotte. Hey, Andy. Hey, guys. So uh, we're talking a lot about Donnie. You guys ready to hear from him? Yeah, sure. So. Oh wait! Hold on! Hold on! This is Andy <laughs> yeah, 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 who yeah. did Houston. So Donnie's Come there on, tonight. Come on, get on the A game. All right, let's go. All right, let's Donnie, go. let's go. All right. Uh,
4: so we, we, we played football today. We, you know, we we threw the ball to the, the right. We threw it. To the left, we had we didn't hand it off, you know. But he's got he's got to go up and get that ball. He's got, you he's, he's got he's got to catch the ball. But I will tell you this: like we did not turn the ball over. I mean that is tremendous improvement. I mean that means if you think about it, that means zero fumbles and zero interceptions. We didn't even turn the ball over at halftime. I mean that's just.
8: So, I mean, uh, you know, life is great,
11: but <laughs> that, that is spot
3: On that is pretty. Good. Whale. Oh my goodness! Well, he forgot the whale. Chandler, you uh, can you come here and uh, we'll trade you for Chandler because uh, uh, dude, that's, that's great. You're the impressions, on. man. Well. Oh, oh, he hung uh, up. Uh, that is perfect, man. Mic drop. That Don't ruin so, it by that, saying that, something nope, else. Nope. nope, Mic drop. There you go. I can't. Andy, can't wait to hear wow. you. Practice your Blake Harrell for next week. <laughs> All right, Coach Andy, Mike Houston last week, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick on Saturday, and Donnie K. Man, I, I have said that any offense that has the numbers ECU has, it probably need a coaching change with the coordinator. But Donnie Kirkpatrick, the person, I love. He's hilarious. He's fun, like. And people, I, I don't know if you know this, Chandler. They, I, years ago, there is a verbal agreement for Donnie to join us on Pirate Radio once his coaching days are done. I said, Donnie, will you come on and and join us on Pirate Radio when you're done coaching? And he said, Absolutely. He said, Well. So, Absolutely. Now, you know how verbals go, right, Jason? This is not a commitment. There's no contract. There's no dotted line.
10: Well,
12: Donnie's old school, though, so I think his that means commitment a lot. Might, might stick. You know, it's new age, you know, like those guys over there who think LeBron oh, is Oh, boy. <laughs> uh,
3: I walk in my.
12: the
11: <laughs> Hold on. I thought we were professional here. We keep things off the air off the air.
3: Now. I walk in during the break. Jason, Joey's in here. Jay, Jason and them are going back and forth. We're fighting each other. Fist fight.
0: My goodness,
3: nah, DK is a good guy. Yes,
12: d- his commitment might stick with
0: you. Okay, and I feel right. like d- I mean DK's been here a long time because I mean he was here with Skip. Yeah, then he was here with Ruff. Yeah, now he's back with uh, with Coach Houston. So he's he's been in Greenville a long time, and is a uh, great guy.
3: That co- fellow Commanders fan, he and his wife like myself. So. uh uh, I did break the news to him last week because he was walking as we were coming out of the press conference, and I said, hey, did you see we traded uh, Sweat? And he was like, nah. He, uh, I think he usually gets his commander's news from his wife because y'all as coaches, Jason, man, can't really follow anything, right?
12: Not the NFL, man. Yeah. He, you're, you're busy. Sunday's your busiest day.
3: You might catch the playoffs. Of course, that time it's uh, a yeah. big recruiting season, right? Yeah. For you, So there's something always going on. Uh, Jason, how... I don't know if you I don't know if learned anything but just your perspective on being here during Saturdays rather than in the bubble coaching and, and even as your player what have you kind of taken away from this season on this side of things
12: on this side this is definitely uh, a passionate <laughs> fan base I mean I, it is it is real I mean like it, it, these these fans call in here and they they they're upset you know with, when the pirates aren't doing well it's, it's been eye-opening I know people get frustrated I did not know how mad some of these guys call in here on Saturdays but it's been it's been more relaxful for me from, from that standpoint as far as not being you know caught up in the coaching this year
3: yeah but,
12: but uh, it's been good. I mean, I I've I like talking about football. This has definitely kept me around it. It's, it's been a good experience for me, and uh, I've enjoyed it.
3: Man, and you've added a ton. We appreciate you being here and looking forward to uh, finishing up this season with you, and we uh, appreciate you joining us because, man, it's a whole different perspective when I watch a game with you and Marcus than – me just kind of following the ball around like i always have y'all are watching eight different things and talking about how it goes so uh yeah it's been awesome and the fans have certainly enjoyed it as well all right let's get our final break in we'll come back have one more segment here on a monday edition of pirate radio live we'll take a time out come back and have more after this
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow finished uh, up 34 points at 34395 The NASDAQ was up 40 points at 13580 and the S&P closed out the day up 7 points at 4,365. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's clip.
3: All righty, one more segment to go here. Oregon on top of Georgia, 47-40 to 40 as they play in Vegas, tipping off. The college basketball season. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by dub Buck. Chandler enjoyed uh, hanging out at the Buck with you yesterday, trying to pull your Panthers through, and uh,
0: didn't quite go well. Yeah. I had a good time. Congratulations to you, by the way. I won a prize. Yeah. <laughs> now. You can win a prize if you come out every Sunday, and uh, we'll have a
3: drawing around 5 o'clock. They do a jersey giveaway. I did not win the jersey, but I did win a little prize pack. Yep. And there's a chance it might have been your. Prize pack, but you were the one reading off the prizes. Yeah, and you can't read off your own number and win. The you know the fix would be that's in. the rules. So you told me to hand to you handed me your ticket, so I had two tickets. Yeah, and I don't know if it was mine or yours, but
0: just <laughs> congratulations. It's I fine. took it home. I mean know. that would have been the second time that I won this year because I did get one of those goodie bags. Yeah. I didn't get the jersey giveaway, but I did get one of the. Uh, and you have a chance for a free drink too. That's the first thing we uh, draw. Yeah, that, Take that was a look fun.
3: I left tiebreakers with a bunch of screaming Cowboys and Eagles fans, and then I go to the buck, and guess what's there? A bunch of Cowboys and (laughs) Eagles fans screaming at each other. Yeah. You see your screen? Look at this. Look at what this guy's (laughs) doing over there. Look at this, Jason. This is the young people. No respect for your elders. Joey, what happened to putting
0: it on his face? (laughs) (laughs) what in the world he, he might fight he you he did that. Uh, that I
3: told you or
11: no I told Charlie. I said no nah, I got too much respect for Jason to put it on his face <laughs> I put it next to him though
5: I told him to
12: put it on his shoulder but... <coughs> the goat the goat that Jamie. is the goat
3: Jamie wants you to put it on my face you want to go ahead do pa- it pause I don't <laughs> <laughs> hey yo again kids man kids you can't even talk to them <laughs> you're you're basically a human app. I'm sorry, but you literally told me to put it on your face. So <laughs> your like emojis and all your stuff. Like have a little like, fun, man. What's your dad? Let me tell what's, your dad. What's my dad? Your dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him. No. have to
12: change our comments, right? I we mean, said how nice he was and right. And my dad.
3: Him, he's man. active on Twitter. If you ever give him a
11: shout, he might he might respond.
3: I'm gonna say that. I lied about your son. He's really just a <laughs> trash human being. You might not see me on
11: Wednesday if you tell him that by tomorrow. <laughs>
3: ah good stuff good stuff all right uh jason fau uh, speaking of lines uh, we do have a line for that football game fau opened up an 11 point favorite over east carolina it's already dropped to eight in one day so uh, a lot of money coming in on east carolina and why not they've stayed in games they just haven't been able to win them but i i got a feeling you said you can pretty much predict it at this point east carolina will be in the game in the second half right
12: we will we'll be
3: around (laughs) yeah
12: You know they got to stop that one receiver. They got the leading receiver in the country right now, so you got to you got to stop that kid.
3: And Tom Herman, their uh, coach, who I remember Phil Steele when we had him on before the year said Tom Herman liked what he had returning. Watch out for FAU. I don't know if they've had the season they've exactly wanted so far this year.
12: A lot of injuries.
3: Yeah, and but you would think he would probably get that thing figured out. Four and five overall and two and three uh, or three and two, sorry, in conference play so far.
12: Yeah. Yeah, I think the last game I watched them that when they played Charlotte and they talked about their defense really has a lot of injuries back there.
3: Speaking of Charlotte, the old Biffer picking up another win. (laughs) I know, Uh, Knocking off Tulsa. Wow. Yeah. Where's Shirley? I want to play that uh, Sean Elliott cut if we got time before we get out of here. Joey's pointing to it. See if it'll work, Joey. Snap your finger. Uh, So, Sean Elliott, head coach at Georgia State. Jason, you coached with him, right? Yes,
12: we did. We coached together back at App State.
3: At App State. Uh, They lost to James Madison. Shirley, I DM'd you this, by the way. You got it. Um, And he was not happy with anything after that game on Saturday. And here's what he had to say in his post-game press conference.
13: Well, it's pretty obvious that we got our ass kicked today. A pretty good football team, and I—they I, oh, they get all the credit. James Madison's a good football team coming in here undefeated. Man, best defense in the league, all that stuff right there. You'd have thought we'd have doggone showed up to the party today, doggone fight this uh, this team. But man, we fought for a little bit. We didn't fight for four quarters. We didn't. It was—I uh, can't put my finger on it. Uh, but it was a poor execution by me as a head football coach. It was poor execution by our entire staff. It's poor execution by our players. Poor execution execution by our entire football program. Had an opportunity to go out there and defeat these guys. Felt like we had the team to do it, but we did not have the team to do it today. Did not have the team to do it today. First time I've seen all season us, uh, us kind of play like that, and for whatever reason. Uh, but it was it was a disappointing game. You sit there and boy we're down by seven in the, at, at halftime and, and I don't understand I, I, I really I have no idea how you don't come out. you got yeah the 23rd ranked team in the country there ain't no they're undefeated they're tops in our leagues and we come out and we put a dog on effort like that in the second half. It makes no sense to me. You've got to have a dog on competitive nature that, that wants to drive you and then you fight and 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 if they beat you great. But it just felt like we were just giving in. We are just giving in. Play after play after play after play. Just give in. Oh, well. Oh, well. And and that's what happened. That's what happened. It's the last time we will play like that. That's the last time this football team will play like that. It's it's an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment.
3: Sean Elliott after the game. He did a Tim Tebow there at the end. I know. I thought about that, too. The last time. The last time. Uh, fiery and <laughs> fired up. Georgia State's had a good year uh, and we're bordering on a great year if they could have knocked off James Madison. We remember Georgia State, right? They whooped us uh, a few years ago. Sure did. Uh, a couple years ago down in Atlanta. And um, what'd you think of that post-game press conference there, Jason? <laughs> that's typical Sean. First was... thing you said was, hey, I reckon I know that guy. Yeah, that's that's him.
12: That's how he. He's fiery like that, man. He coached the O-line when I was there at App State and that's how he coached those guys
3: yeah and dished out to his team his staff and also mentioned himself, <laughs> himself was yes. all that fair as far as calling calling people out like that if you call out yourself as well sure yeah sure and uh chandler i wish you were at that press conference i want to know what question you would ask what, what would be your first question <laughs> uh Coach, are you really that mad? <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. I might have stayed silent for that one.
12: Yeah. Sean would have looked at you and said, Next question. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Those, we got some, maybe one day we'll run over the best press conference. We haven't done that in a while. You got the guy talking about we need more dogs. We got Mike Cats. Mike Dick had one of my all time favorites where he'd go, Next. Next. Ask the trainer. Ask the trainer. Next. <laughs> what are you so mad about, Mike? If you were two and four, you'd be mad, too. Next. <laughs> what, what do you care? <laughs> was, what uh, do you care? Jason, we will see you Saturday. Yes, sir. We're going to do it again. We'll do it again. Win or lose. Win or lose. Bud Light pregame tailgate and U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We will talk to you then. Our show begins at noon. We'll see you at one we'll be here at 1. All right. We'll have some football on. It'll be fun. All right. Shirley, good job as always. Young Joey, appreciate you, sir. One day you might be the GOAT. You keep this up, I appreciate it. Yeah. And Sean, we'll see you, at Minji's my friend. Yeah, Minji's, section two thirteen, baby. About time for pirate hoops. Hey, good little preview before that. Brian Bailey show talks to Kim McNeil and Mike Schwartz coming up next right here on Pirate Radio. We'll see you Tuesday, three o'clock. Jeff Charles, take us home.
1: Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation.